What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? Just before we go into this week's episode of the podcast, I just wanted to let you know we have got a brand new line of merch available. And it's not just the logo on it anymore. We've got some of our favourite quotes on T-shirts, hoodies. We're going to be adding loads more merch lines in the next couple of months. You can find them all at haveawordpod.com. Also, if you're one of our treasured Patreon members, you get a little bit of discount on them as well. Check the Patreon pages and you'll find out what your discount codes are. We'll see you in a bit. Enjoy the podcast and for fuck's sake, buy a hoodie. Thanks so much for downloading the Have A Word podcast. We really appreciate it. This is the public episode. goes out every Monday. Did you know we do an extra episode? comes out every Wednesday. It's the Patreon exclusive. So to become a patron, to essentially subscribe to the podcast, you can do it from as little as £3 a month. Once you signed up, you will get the early release of the public episode. At least 24 hours early, you'll get to watch it in video form. You can also get discounts on merch, discounts on future live shows. There's loads of extra little weird stuff we put on there. But the big one is the extra episode every week in video and audio form it's like an hour and a half long recently and it's some of our favorite podcasting it's sponsor free we don't have adverts on it it's just me and adam really letting it loose because it's just for the patrons it doesn't go out on the normal internet and honestly we've looked around at what other comedians and other podcasts are putting out on their patreon this is one of the best deals in a patreon game for the equivalent of basically buying me or adam a pint to say thanks for the pod you get all of this shit sign up at Patreon.com slash have a word pod. Really appreciate it. Now, I'm getting the word nuts. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. Who the fuck is that guy? Have you never seen me before? When she picked up every time she started to talk, give her the dick. Disgusting! She'll be like, hey, hello. What? Oh, what, what, what I'm doing? This when you get it. What I'm doing? Soon, man. Coming to you from the soon-to-be world-famous Havaward Studios, hidden away in the scenic hills of sunny Rancorn, England. These are the funniest leads in the podcast game. Adam Rowe, Dan Nightingale, and Sensei Carl, with full HD video episodes on YouTube. Cha! Upset me! Don't be a rat. Download, subscribe, and tell a friend. It's the one and only Havaward. <laughs> Could you do that again, Carl? Let's go. Oh my oh, yeah. god. Sexy. sexy ASMR. Love a bit of fresh orange jelly in the morning. If you like sweet tropicana, do you like it with bits? Do you like it smooth, Adam? Smooth, because I'm not a paedophile. Paedophile like bits. Oh, Famously. Yeah. <laughs> orange pedo banter. Yeah, they do. Do you like you're a pulp guy, aren't you? I can tell. Pulp? Yeah. Pulp. That's the American, isn't that? Is it? Well, that's the Friends one, isn't it? No pulp. Yeah. What? What? What's it called? Just bits. We say bits, don't we? Yeah. yeah classic English. We don't call it pulp. We call it bits. Yeah. Bits of our. No, I'd go smooth. I think yeah. smooth. Yeah. You give off pulp vibes. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, if this is a slam, it's a pretty fucking <laughs> lukewarm one, isn't it? You give off bits in your orange. You can tell we've done quite a few pods this week. It's not amping up. It's like, yeah, well, you're not always kind. <laughs> oh, what have you been up to? Like, I haven't seen you for fucking 12 to 14 hours. Oh, it's, it's been... been fucking mad. Yeah? 
I don't know. If this is starting to feel like a job. It is, yeah. This week. Yeah. I've been was, here five days. Wait, why was I tired when I got back last night? How were you when you got back? I was like, oh, I was just fucking knackered. Laura's like, are you all right? It's been a, did it go well yesterday? I was like, today. It was like, yeah, it went really well. Just felt fucking knackered. And then we haven't got any food in. And Laura's like now getting pregnant and large. And I can't be like, where's my fucking tea? So I had to go to co-op. And you're allowed to say they're getting large. Right, okay. Right, okay, good. Just a little FYI, don't go, you're getting large, love, if there's no pregnancy involved. <laughs> when you're at, like, the four or five-month mark, you can be like, oh, that's a nice bump. And they're like, is it? Am I glowing? You're like, you be- You just got to go, you're getting larger. I'm beautiful. I is love you so glowing, much. Is she glowing, or is she sweating? Um, <laughs> uh, she is glowing. <laughs> glowing, Adam. <laughs> Glowing. She's beautiful. She's all I could ever dream of. So I just went to co-op and, and did a tired shop. Have you ever done that? Where you, it, it's almost like you're regressing. You're like, I'm hungry, but I can't be bothered. So I just bought fucking chicken dippers and those like baguette garlic breads that you're meant to have with a proper meal. And I had <laughs> two baguette garlic breads and chicken dippers and I was, I've never been happier. You had that dinner that most people have on a Wednesday the day before they get paid when there's fuck all else in the house yes. but you actually went and bought it. All fresh produce. I'm having noodles with beans on toast. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. Genuinely, that's fire that. Yeah, it's like making cocktails when all of the good stuff is gone, isn't it? You just start rummaging round in the fucking Uzo. freezer. Ouzo. Yeah, sorry, I was still doing the food bit and you're like, <laughs> you don't get ouzo out of the freezer. <laughs> I, I had a bath last night. Oh <laughs> my God. It's done you wonders. You've turned up in a qu- cracking mood. Did you do candles? No. Well, that's the line, is it? Yeah. That's the line. Yeah, I got in a bath. I, I, do, I, I did Put candles if it was on. a Patreon. If it was a Patreon <laughs> episode, I'd talk about candles. Put a podcast on. Got in a bath. What podcast? Your mom's house. Oh, that's all Got in a bath. I had that on so for a bit. So jealous about other podcasts. Yeah. So Who you listen to? Oh, mate, you put ours on. Which co- one? Talking about ASMR is that the one where everyone you could do it, where it's just like nice sounds. Hello. So Carl. No, Don- no, no, no. So Carl Donnelly does one. Laura was in bed. She had a little afternoon nap. Well, Letta was at nursery. She had her earphones and she was like this. I was like, "All right, love." She was like, "Yeah, just listen to a podcast." I was like, "Well, that's definitely not ours because no one listens to ours with their earplugs in, half asleep, going." <laughs> I was like, who are you listening to? She was like, Carl Donnelly. I was like, Feel, feels offensive. Yeah. She's cheating on you? Carl Donnelly's in my wife's ears going, oh, yeah, and then I did something else. That was the worst Carl, in, Carl Donnelly impression ever. Yeah. But, yeah, I, feel, I get really jealous about Someone other podcasts. Someone sent me a link. There's a guy who does, uh, like, sexy talk ASMR for girls for them to fall asleep to. Adam. What? Please do some. So <laughs> <laughs> Let's take it down. Yeah, so he's just like, yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fucking come in your ass, baby. No. Want to go asleep, baby? No. 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 <laughs> I'm not messing. I don't he, think that relaxes them, though. I, I think... I think you've got some of the sound, and I'm not sure you've worked out the content. I'm not messing! No, he doesn't go, Hey, baby, I'm going to come in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> dream, dream, dream. Dream. You know you're a dirty girl if you want Adam Rowe doing hardcore dirty talk, but in a soft accent. I'm gonna jizz on your tits. Night, night, love. I'm gonna fuck. I- 
Adam Rowe doing dirty <laughs> It's not me doing it. You're going to have to wipe. Come with a ponytail. fringe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sweet dreams. It's a real thing. He's like, yeah. Fucking just spread them. <laughs> spread that pussy lips so no. I, oh no. so i can spit on it and no. make it off Mate. i really need it are you comfortable are you snoozing off do you want me to slap my finger into the stank uh, the stank <laughs> damn why does it have to be an Amer- is it american i'm pretty sure it has to be american doesn't it can't be like i want to put my finger <laughs> in your wrong <laughs> Yeah. It's a real thing now. Like, I'm not messing. And he's like, all oh, creepy. He's like, yeah, I can feel you getting wetter. Wetter and wetter. Adam, I want you, you have not researched this properly. And I, I watched. Look, I you watched, have not. I watched Was it tw- proper dirty? Yeah, I watched about 12 seconds of it and I couldn't anymore. Oh, I thought you just heard about it wetter. and gone, it's no. sexy talk and that's your no, version I'm of it. Get, you're getting wetter and wetter around my plumpier hands. <laughs> What? <laughs> Plump. I want you to dribble on my beard and I'll go and rub it on your face. Stop making eye contact with me. <laughs> what? That was the most you've ever looked at me doing this podcast. Yeah, your nipples getting harder and I harder would like to be asleep. I swirl my tongue. I'd like to be unconscious. your nipples up and down your chin. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's some things Americans will always be able to do. No one from Preston's like, I'm going to s- dribble jizz on your chin. And then do it quieter, Jeff. All right. And then I'll get my man's bath. I'll come on your leg. Hey, you never have jizz on your leg, have you? Oh, I'll do Kevin Webster. Kevin Webster, ASMR. <laughs> In the booth. Solid. Right, Kev, Solid. we're just about to go. Kev, uh, we'll just check your levels. Okay. Right, really Solid. sexy, Kev. Okay. Right. Solid. Go, record. Solid. Listen, Rosie, she's asleep. So Sophie, I can't hear her, Jack. I want to come on your leg every day. I'll give you a ladder in your tights with me dick. I was in the garage earlier, picked up a spanner. I thought I could do something with this with our Sally. What? Put it up an ass. Oh my god! <laughs> Mechanic, sexy talk. I'll fucking change your carburetta. I was covered in oil. I was yeah. like, I wish this was a poom poom juice. There's got to be something to do with a dipstick. Do you think we it? could get sued by Kevin Webster? <laughs> no, because he's <laughs> fictional. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But he's not, is he? That'd be a sick comedy storyline. <laughs> Kevin Webster sues, have a word. Yeah. If he comes on, I want him to do it in character. Yeah. If, I, if he comes on, I want him to come in for approximately 14 <laughs> seconds. I want him to look down that camera and go, hey! Listen up, everyone! It's me, Kevin Webster! And then go. That's all we need. <laughs> and then I'll just fall asleep. Yeah, we're gently. not going to get sued by the fictional mechanic from Coronation Street. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think Michael Lavelle, the actor, really cares. Oh, all right. Look Michael Lavelle. He is the spitting image Who of my dad. Equity, you know? fucking knowing everyone's name. Oh, I'm sorry, because I know one actor's name from Connie. I don't it's, know Ken Barlow's well, name. Well, there's a thespian, oh, I'm yeah. surprised. William Roach. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a famous one. Yeah. Um, Haley. Sh- Julia Herman Scarlagova. Her second name's Mad. Wow. Good Julie, effort. Good effort, though. It's Julie Herman. You sounded like an alcoholic compare at a gig where you're in open spot. <laughs> Julia Scarlagova. Blah, 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 blah. I don't think uh, soap operas get the credit they deserve. I think they get more than they deserve. But, like, the longevity of them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They've been going for like 60 years. 
they do like we we know from experience how hard it is to do six podcasts a week. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard. They do like four or five episodes a week for sixty years. It's not it's seasons. Still there. Like you know, like Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's very good. But would it be better than Cory if they had to do it constantly? <laughs> that would be a real fucking stretch for both the actors and writers, wouldn't it? <laughs> Year sixty of Breaking Bad. Well, did you exactly see exactly though? EastEnders th- did that, didn't they? What in the lockdown? When they came back after lockdown, they said, "This is EastEnders series two. Yeah, but they only did that as like a PR. Yeah, spin. no, yeah, but it was funny, wasn't it? Yeah, and it worked. It yeah. worked really well. But they've done it forever and ever and ever. And what you're saying is, be hard for Breaking Bad. You're not giving Cody's writers the credit that they deserve. Yeah, but if I think something is dog shit, it, just because it's been dog shit for sixty years, if anything, it makes it more annoying, doesn't it? <laughs> like, finding just, I just can't be doing with it. Like, what I do always think with those stories things, that never end on people that never go to IKEA. Who's moving to Coronation Street? Like, someone dies in a fire every six months. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Imagine- crime statistics on that street. Must be like the highest in the whole of the country. No one's ever got mates from uni that come and stay. It's always the same. You all live in the holes. Got no washing machines. But you know that. <laughs> yeah, they've really struggled with washing machines. There's no comet or or piece whatever they no sell. Comet. Comet. Yeah. That's quite Jesus realistic, Christ. That because they haven't been there. They went with no. Dixons in 2006. I'm trying to didn't think of something where you buy washing machines. There's no Woolworths. You can't get the little cans or the picking mixes. Dan tried to find somewhere where that sells washing machines. Comet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just I can't. I t- just I find it very annoying, and the fact that it's there all the time and has been there forever doesn't win me over. Like cancer's been around ages. I'm not like you've got to give it to cancer. Still fucking knocking them off. I don't think they're comparable. I don't think the longevity of Coronation Street can be compared with the worst disease in the history of the human race. I really don't think they're putting the numbers up for Emmerd- a long time. Emmerdale's definitely comparable. You reckon? Yeah, to cancer. Why? Because it's fucking awful. Why is it shit? I don't think he's, so, he's been unfair. What? What? Do you watch any of them? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going quite well. Coming out of the fucking Rona malarkey. Things, you know, are hopefully going to pick up where they were. You were doing well. TV, career's doing good. Got a tour hopefully coming up. But then Corey coming and go, we like Adam. We want a, a young Scouse character. Yeah. Or even EastEnders. Now let's keep it to Corrie because let's keep it local. You could do the drive over to Granada. There's probably How more much... scousers that live in London now than in Manchester. So yeah, right. it's probably more likely, more more realistic for me to be a character in EastEnders than Corrie. Maybe. All right. All right, we're in the weeds, but pick pick the one that you find least offensive. Right, EastEnders. Want to be in EastEnders? Yeah. How much are they having to pay you to to be a full time member of the cast on EastEnders? You're saying it's fucking great. It's a full-time job. How much is Sadio Mane on? Just Google that. 200 grand a week. 140. 200 grand a week-ish. Do so you want 200 grand a week? I'll be working harder than Mane does at Liverpool. What do they get on uh, the soap operas? They get about two... Do they get about 100, 130, 140 grand a year? A year? Yeah. yeah. Mane's Fuck. on 150 a week. There we go. That's what I want. Yeah, 150 grand a week. I've got fucking 19,000 Instagram followers. <laughs> well, that's it. Does that equate to... What would you uh, What would your character be? It's just me, just me. Adam Rowe in the in the square. <laughs> just play myself. What? <laughs> play myself in EastEnders? Because then Adam, we really want you to be involved in EastEnders. How do you see yourself in a role? Uh, I'd like to be Adam Rowe, the comedian. <laughs> Why not? Don't... Where have you been? Where, where have you been, Adam? Been to a fucking gig. But 
as you know, I've got a problem with authority, right? So if the director's like, cut, 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 you wouldn't fucking say it like that. Be like, listen, you fucking gimp. I know myself better than anyone. Fuck out the way. Right. I know exactly how I'd say it. On your bike, kid. Don't need a director for this scene. Wait, what, Go and do the next one. What does Adam... Ro- do you set up a gig at, like... <laughs> do you set up a gig at the Queen Vic? Yeah. <laughs> Every Sunday. That'd be so shit. New material, nice at the Queen Vic. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. It's happening Bradley, lad. You know, probably never been a stand-up in soaps, so that's not even a bad shot, though. Exactly. I'd be Peter Kay's been in Coronation Street. No, but I mean, as, yeah, as he wasn't Peter Kay, was he? Like, there's never been a stand-up character. They never want stand-up characters in anything, though, really, do they? Exactly. This is the opening in the Seinfeld market. sort of did it so well and then almost ended the fucking... And Louis did it as well. Yeah, but he, he had to basically be one of the best comedians in history and then get FX, which is a lesser-known TV station and, and studio, to give him total control. And he edited that on his fucking Apple Mac, didn't he? He ed- he literally edited the whole thing. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. He had to- he had total control. So- Did I tell you? I uh, worked as a consultant on uh, a program that was going to be made for Sky One about a stand-up comedian from Liverpool. It was going to be a drama. I'm not talking about this. How have you never told me <laughs> this? So I was. In- and how were you not in the running for the gig? I was. So this was about two years ago, maybe. No, probably a bit more, because I, I think I was still living in my dad's. Maybe three, three and a half years ago. That's the, w- the weirdest thing. I was still living with my dad's, but I was working as a consultant for <laughs> Sky One. So I, I, I didn't get paid, but uh, there was a. Fa- I, I got a phone call one night. I was, I was in bed. It was about half one in the morning. Do you remember Arlo, the doorman? Arlo Bailey. Yeah. So Arlo's a. I'm uh, gonna bleep that. Yeah. Shout out. No, it's fine. He's yeah. a good lad. Yeah, he was a doorman on Envy, the nightclub. That yeah, I used yeah. to work him, and I got I, my phone goes, and I had his number, but I'd never spoken to him away from work, and it rings at half on the morning. I was like, I'd be a pocket dial, so I answered it, and he went, "All right, Adam, lad, how's it going?" And I was like, "Sound all right, you?" He went, "Listen, this Australian fella here needs a Liverpool comedian, and just put you on the phone to him." And I went, "Yeah." So I speak to this guy, and he's he's Australian. He's like, "I'm I'm in Liverpool. I could do with talking to a local comedian who knows the scene. Are you free tomorrow for a drink?" And I was like, yeah, sound. So I went and met him. His name was Michael Thomas, Australian writer. Um, and he, he took me to a few pubs around. I've only told me he was writing this thing for Sky One. It had been commissioned. Um, I went to buy a round. At one point, he was like, none of this money is mine. It's all coming from Sky. I'm paying for everything. I Love like, the expenses. Oh, oh. So uh, I met him in Liverpool. Ended up, he, he came to a gig of mine at the Comedy Cafe in London. Johnny Schumacher came down with me that night. He met Johnny. He liked Johnny because Johnny's an actor as well. And he was like, he'd be a fucking great for this role that I'm writing. Um, and essentially, it was about... Because Liverpool's got a huge Chinese community, right? As in, lots of Chinese people, not <laughs> big Chinese people. He... he <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, Chan! <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to play basketball? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, he, he was writing this thing about there was a Scouse family and they were having beef with the triads, right? <laughs> I'm not messing up. <laughs> the Scouse family were having beef with the triads. The main character was a stand-up comedian from Liverpool who had just come back from America because he'd tried to make it in America, but he'd essentially fucked up his career and he was coming back and he was right. he was going to start being a comedian in the UK again. And, he's, and he was... It's Chinese heritage. No, no, no. Okay. He was Scouse, but his family 
I'd like a link with the Chinese triads of Liverpool, right? But they weren't Chinese. No, but like I think. Do like, a lot of like Scouse families get wrapped up in triad B. <laughs> but where's Polly? I don't know, mate. She's been missing for two fucking weeks. I'd either try William Hill. What the fuck? <laughs> triad. I think like his ex-girlfriend <laughs> was a triad. Fucking hell, mate! And you, this didn't get made with the absolute fucking right. Okay, we're gonna have an Irish, like a, a Scouse family, and then this that needs to be more of a link than it. Yeah, I love it. So I think his ex-girlfriend was a, tri- a triad or something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember Nightmare dumping that bitch But like He wanted So the way he wanted it to be Was uh, In in a lot of the episodes You would see bits of stand up Because the guy would be on stage Hey what about fucking science Who here Is trying to dump a fucking science It's a fucking nightmare And I'm not talking about triad I said to me, Mrs. I hate triads. She went, What the fuck are you saying, lad? <laughs> so he was like, Yeah, I want it to also encap because he was he loved comedy and he was like, I've always wondered how comedians get to where they are and like the lower levels of the city. He was like, So I'd like it to be about this Scouse family, the triads, but also the inner workings of the UK comedy circuit. <laughs> so, it's like, I want to see. Because I was like, yeah, so, because he was asking me, like, what are the problems with the circuit? And I was like, you know, sometimes, like, a promoter won't pay you on time. And he's writing this down. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, so you could have, like, one time you could send, like, the triads to what a comedy club to get your money and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good idea. <laughs> Why is he trying to? It's almost like someone's gone, let's make the Sopranos, but I really, I'm into beach volleyball as well. I really think we could, the, like, the New Jersey Mafia, but also, like, one of the girlfriends could be, like, an Olympic beach volleyball player. What do you think? And they could be playing beach volleyball, and they're all like, hey, what are you doing here? Fucking spike the ball! Come on, Barbara, what the fuck? Two cards. What the fuck? What an amazing bit. Could you imagine the scene when they get someone to play the fucking promoter? And we know some of the comedy promoters are like, oh, well, this is my gig and I'll compare it as well. And and you have to cast that guy and then literally write the scene where a fucking Scouse comedian turns up with loads of triad backup. Bobby Murdoch. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry lad It's uh, two weeks Backs to follow I don't think it is I think you're going To pay cash tonight <laughs> Where are you from? I'm a triad <laughs> But I sound Really Mexican Oh my god I'd love to see this For all the wrong reasons <laughs> You're saying You didn't get the part Bullet fucking he said, he said I would have Got an audition <laughs> But like in his head Because this was like I think So you're looking like Maybe four years ago maybe oh. I was 24 He was like In my head The main character's like th- Early 30s Yeah So it might not be you uh, But you, you know We'll get you in it In another way Yeah uh, As a try <laughs> <laughs> What went wrong <laughs> So he was, he was looking to get me In another way And then he, he asked me Like Would I be interested In writing The stand up do you know what I mean? So for the guy, he'd cast an actor, but I'd write the stand-up for the guy because <laughs> he wants an episode three. 
Because it was going to be on Sky One. <laughs> so you get 44 minutes of screen time. Because you get 11 minutes. <laughs> Then you have an advert break and then another 11 and then another 11 for the hour. <laughs> and he wanted episode three to open with just 11 minutes of stand-up to recap the first two episodes. So he wanted the guys to be on stage with stand-up and be like, yes, I was, I was broken in this deal between my ex-girlfriend and fucking Pablo Escobar last week. Yeah. So. Adam, can you, can you try and get a few more trial things? <laughs> It's so, so, so amazingly shit. I want someone to make it. They commissioned the pilot. So you're laughing at this, but like he'd, he'd got the commission from Sky One. Because <laughs> he'd been given a budget to come to Liverpool and research it all. He was like, it's a fucking Rupert Murdoch's money, mate. The fucking rounds are on me. Yeah, and then I took him to Brown Shoreditch with Johnny Schumacher. I got bevied there. I don't know whether I, I think maybe I forgot to text him back. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> maybe that's why it never got made. Oh, Because he was waiting for God. me to write 11 minutes of stand up about the. Do you reckon there are triads in Liverpool? Yeah. Yeah. There's a Chinatown? I know there's a Chinatown, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't ready to laugh that much. <laughs> I. That, is, that was a slow build of the most ridiculous, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Triads. Yeah, so... Uh, Triads is the Chinese mafia. The Am Chinese I wrong? Chinese gang, yeah, yeah, mafia, yeah. Are they just Chinese or do they, like... A, no, they're just they a bit more diverse? Because 2020, are they like sure other people? Chinese. Yeah, I don't think the Triads are like, listen, guys, <laughs> we need that one, um, at least one disabled lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> This is not very inclusive. He's Chinese. He's Chinese. He's Chinese. He's Chinese. I'm Chinese. It's it's starting to look bad. We're, we're turning up to killing someone, and they're like, "Bloody hell, guys!" At least try and fill a quota. <laughs> I don't mind being killed. But not by all If you Chinese are growing guys. up as a, a black dwarf in Liverpool, you should be able to believe that being a triad is a possibility for you one day. <laughs> Imagine the black, the black dwarf turning up with the triad. <laughs> Get him, John. <laughs> I am here because you raped me, though. <laughs> Lads, be honest. I am a good triad, aren't I? Lads, lads, I'm not just here filling a quota, am I? <laughs> Cheers, guys. <laughs> yeah, they're just Chinese. Japan's the Yakuza, isn't it? Oh, here he goes. He's been waiting to see that. Fucking with his ASMR. I if saw you dishonor them. the code Knowledge. of the Yakuza, they chop your fingers off. I used to no. see them on the beach. What? I used to see the Yakuza on the beach because they've all got fingers. Yakuza everywhere. <laughs> what? You saw the Japanese mafia on the beach? Yeah, so tattoos are pretty much prohibited in Japan because of the Yakuza and they have like so they have tattoos on the chest and the back but they have the middle bit where your buttons go clear 
So they can wear a shirt. So you can oh. wear a shirt open. Because <laughs> they're the Yakuza and no one's going to be like, looks a bit noncy, mate. Yeah. So you can see them with, they've just got a line through the middle of the belly and the chest and then tattoos everywhere. And they used to be on, I used to go to a beach, it was like a Brazilian beach, lots of Brazilians there, not many Japanese. So they used to go there. I used to see them all. Dead, dead There's a lot of Brazilians in Japan. Huge Brazilian. Uh, yeah. Hot. I used to go to a beach and it was 90% Brazilians. And then ninety percent. It was nine, nine in every ten. It was ninety percent Brazilian, about fucking nine nine point nine percent Yakuza, and, and then one Scouser. <laughs> right, yeah. No, no, I'm not Yakuza. I got this in Benidorm, two thousand and seven. <laughs> it says I love me, ma'am. Fucking hell, lads. Yeah, it was like five percent expats, and then five percent Japanese. People. That's incredible. Yeah, and they were all the Yakuza were fucking sound as well. They were sound. Yeah. That's Don't they sound. kill people though? Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're not nice as well. Oh, do you hear that? Lad, no. Fred West probably bought his mates, like, Christmas presents and that. Yeah, that was hard for them, wasn't it, when he went down? Like, oh, Jesus Christ. I know he's killed loads of people, but he got me a fucking Amazon Echo. Yeah. You got a fucking great one of them is, me. One of them is dog. <laughs> this dog went over my towel and got sand on my towel, and I didn't he say anything. shot the dog. A member of the Yakuza's dog. Got and sand on your towel. Yeah, I didn't say anything. I Is just sat everyone on acid? <laughs> I just sat down. I've been in the scene, came back, and it was all sand all over it. And I was like, what the fuck? And this fellow went, hey, uh, sorry, that was me. He's like, no, that's sand, no problem. Because I knew. And then he went, I'm in the Yakuza. And <laughs> no. walked away. And he went, um, do you live around here? And I was like, no, no, we live about an hour away. He's like, oh, I've got a bar in Sakai, which is near me. You should come down one day and get some drinks with me. I was like, yeah. They and were then, trying to recruit a scouser. Maybe. Dad, why aren't you in the Yakuza? Do you know how much more interesting it would have been if you'd have joined this podcast with fucking eight tattoos and a year's worth of Yakuza experience? Yeah. Think of the sitcom you could have wrote. <laughs> Eat your scouts. It wasn't a sitcom. They're Brazilian. <laughs> it wasn't a sitcom. It was a drama. It was meant to be gritty. Yeah. <laughs> could you write 11 minutes of triad-based scouse comedy for a gritty drama? <laughs> Is this definitely going to get made? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> Pretty good chance <sighs> the, the, I can't believe you didn't go to Sakai To the bar You're getting, you're getting like the Tony Soprano of fucking Japan Going hey it's just that way Come yeah. to the bar and you, you didn't go no. I'd have gone that day We went to that bar like previously Because he went uh, do you live around here And I was like no Sakai And he's like oh I've got a couple of bars that way In, By the way are they speaking English When they're talking to you Yeah yeah, yeah. you think Carl spoke fluent Japanese for I thought he could have piece of bright a guy I couldn't have understood what he was saying in the conversation but he no. spoke English I mean they have to because they're doing international deals aren't they yeah. yeah even on the beach full of Brazilians yeah he's like you should come down and get some drinks together and I was like yeah and for like 10 seconds I felt cool as fuck yeah like, how do you know he was in the Yakuza because he had tats. the, the tats oh shit yeah you don't like tattoo like tattoos are not seen and you, you can't go in lots of places if you've got tattoos so if you've got them and you're flaunting them you want people to know who you are. Yeah. <clears throat> That's past that. I'd yeah. have gone that day, me. I'd, I I reckon if that was me, I I'd have been I'd have ended up like running the Yakuza or something. Do you know what I mean? I, <laughs> mm. I'd have like got in with them. Like just for the life experience. Imagine the Edinburgh show you'd write if you had if, if you spent a couple of years running the Yakuza. Adam and the Yakuza. <laughs> mm. I would you does Japan appeal to you? We've talked so much about it and Carl Me, you know, like does, everyone's Edinburgh show <laughs> titles are always like a pun in it. 
You're what? accusing me of being a gangster. Oh. What are you accusing me of? <laughs> all right, yours is better. Does Japan appeal at all? What, to go to Japan? Yeah. Yeah, as soon as, like, COVID's over in, like, six or seven years. Because <laughs> I was going... <coughs> I was going to Japan for me. ten days. I was meant to go and see him for ten days. And we made a new plan to go in for the Olympics next year. But that's going to be, A, expensive and probably not going to happen unless the vaccines come in spring and it's mass produced straight away mm-hmm. yeah I want to go with him I want him to show me around his gaffs and I want to go to that, that place and have a bevy with the Kikuhu's guy all I, I, all I want is to be successful enough that I can go to Japan whenever I want he wants to just be able to fuck off to <clears throat> Japan for an hour well, like a weekend break like people go to Amsterdam you're going to I mean, fucking Nagasaki yeah. like he means got- more like the way I go to McDonald's for a McFlurry when I'm hungry that's what he wants. Like, oh, we're going to Japan next week for a week or two weeks. Or, like, I've got a house there. That's all I want, just to be able to go when I want. Not, like, once a year, because it's fucking... Yeah, Algarve will do for me, you know, because of the flight times. But I want I get what you mean. me. I want to be able to just fuck off to New York for two weeks, do two weeks of stand-up, and then maybe LA for the week and come well, back. That's just you and me doing the podcast those weeks, Finn. <laughs> <laughs> when he's in Japan with his Yakuza mates, and he's in fucking America. <laughs> Does it appeal to you? China and... Even, you don't want to live. Even... You don't want to live a life and say there's somewhere you don't you haven't seen. So I'm not. I've done some traveling. I've done most of my stuff is like tourism rather than traveling. And I've been places, which is a bit of a sneak with gigs. Uh, but I'd love to see China and Japan. I just don't know. They're incomparable, you know. Really, genuinely, like I feel like if you're in Shanghai and seeing China, you might as well get the. Th- Two and a half, three hour flight. I don't know how far it is to Japan. About four hours from Hong Kong to where yeah. I lived. Yeah. But like the as comparable as Wales and Mexico. But I'm a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, this no. Wales and honestly, they are no. No. Why are you saying no? Because Be- because they're both vaguely the same in your head. Okay. Okay. Because they are geographically next next to each other. They also, if you look at their language and how it's written, there's a lot of similarities there. If you look at Chinese food and... Ch- well, more than Welsh and Spanish. <laughs> well, there's a Welsh um, society in Patagonia and Argentina. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like Just to blow that one Wales and down. Mexico are, like, quite similar. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, a little small country near a fucking big one. Mexico, a little small country. <laughs> rel- yeah. Yeah. Comparatively. Re- comparatively. Yeah, Wales are smaller than England. You are on the, you are on the Mexico, bullshit bus like on this one. <laughs> smaller than America. Yeah. Mexicans love going to America to get a better job. Wales, they love coming here. Just Those lost 500 like- listeners. <laughs> what are you fucking saying? No, I'm not saying they want to live here. They fucking hate us. Mexicans don't like America. Yeah. And it's the, just uh, there's better jobs there. He's right, though. And there's always the Welsh trying to get over the border, innit? Yeah. Build a wall. Yeah. Round Shrewsbury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just the same. They're always... I've but always the, had Welsh cleaners. The, the Spanish use a very similar <laughs> alphabet to us. Do you know what I mean? I mean, they use the same the alphabet. The same alphabet. No, because they've got, like, accents and stuff on top of them. Yeah, so, like, that yeah. way I haven't got. So it's very similar, but it's not the same. And, yeah. Uh, China and Japan, same alphabet? No? No, they use... Exactly. Well, they... they I'm arguing for you here. Yeah. You, you've just—he's just decided which way he's, the wind's blowing on this one. <laughs> they shared a written language that is not used everywhere. Yeah, there's like there's three languages in Japan, so that yeah. must be a fucking nightmare. That imagine. I tell you, the these one. lads from Wales—they'll—they'll they'll back you up because they—you they, live in what, Clenethly or Bracket? You live in the fucking valleys. You're like, I tell you what, we've been in Mexico for two weeks. <laughs> I hardly know I'm out of the valleys. 
<laughs> Honestly, I've spent some time in Mexico City. No, but you can and get it, a burrito. It might as well be Cardiff. You can get a burrito anywhere now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not like people are wandering around Wales struggling to get a burrito. You can buy the wraps in Tesco. It's exactly Kidney the beans. same. <laughs> Fucking hell. Guadalajara. Is it Guadalajara in Mexico? Yeah. Oh, I fucking reach for that one. Mexico City's go, in Mexico. Abagaveni. That's not in Mexico. Thank you for. <laughs> <laughs> Mexico City's in Mexico. Um, carbs. <laughs> That's all you had. You fucking fellow. <laughs> How can you even say it with a straight face? That's bit of info. <laughs> Remember this for your next pub quick. Pub quiz. Mexico City. I say Mexico. No, but there's a London in Ontario, so you never know. You know what I mean? There's a Newcastle There's in a Paris, New Tennessee, Zealand. isn't there? Oh, yeah, but the Americans just ripped off all the fucking... There's a Paris in Tennessee. Yeah. Bargatze's got a bit about that, hasn't he? Like, a little bit arrogant. <laughs> well, we're going to call this place, boys. Perry! <laughs> uh, we've done so many of these pods, and sometimes you think, are we going to be able to talk about something that we've not talked about before? And that was all pretty different. Yeah. Phenomenal. Fire. Yeah. I'm going to have a little breather. Try not to think about the Scouse circuit and triads. <laughs> we'll be back after these short messages. From the money cunts. Today's podcast is sponsored by SupremeCBD.uk. Go and check them out. They're one of the biggest and most trusted sellers of CBD oils in the UK. You'll have heard about CBD. It's not weed. It's not marijuana. It's not got THC. It's the oil derived from plant-based marijuana and cannabis. It doesn't get you fucked up, but it has loads of health benefits. CBD oil has been studied for its potential role in easing symptoms of many common health issues, including anxiety, depression, acne, psoriasis, and heart disease. For those with cancer, it may even provide a natural alternative for pain and symptom relief. Look, I'm not saying it's a wonder drug, but people are starting to trust CBD oil as an alternative to chemical-based medication. It could work for you for any one of those things. It's worth a try. Some of their best-selling products include Supreme CBD Face Cream. They've got Supreme CBD Large Gummy Bears. They also even do a fruity e-liquid, so you can vape and get CBD. Vape it up! And if you play a lot of sport, you can try the Supreme CBD Muscle and Joint Rub. And if you place an order at SupremeCBD.uk, use the promo code WORD and you will get 30% off everything. They'll give us a little cut, it helps support the podcast, and you get yourself 30%. So remember, use the promo code WORD at SupremeCBD.uk. Fuck, I cannot say that company name one more time. SupremeCBD.uk. What up? Don't be a Tory. Down your tabo shandy and tell a friend. This is Have a Word. Hey! Hey! Ah, got some uh, questions and shit. Have you got some ready, Carl? I have got some questions, yes. Um, this is a would you rather. Jiggling your belly. What, uh, is this for a reason? Are you getting a bit. Just felt fat, it. Just felt fat it. sad? Yeah. Yeah? Someone just offered me some. You're going to do a new year, new you. Is that the plan? Just I just start that shit. Just start it. Did I tell you what I did? Because I just go happens? crazy and then don't start it. If I'm like, I will start Monday and then I have a fucked up weekend, don't start it properly and then I'm further behind the eight ball. Yeah, that's quite common, isn't it? To go, right, I'm starting Monday, so I'll have my last bevy on Saturday. 
and then you have your bevy Saturday. You're hungover Sunday, so you have horrible food, and then that just you don't feel good the next day, so you're fucked. A couple of weeks ago, uh, I spent money I don't have to turn my spare room into a gym, and I have not opened a single item of gym equipment. There's just loads of heavy shit under my window. I can't fucking even lift it to to open it. Can't yeah. It's it's embarrassing. So if anyone wants to buy the equipment to turn their spare room into a gym, just uh, contact me. No, you're not already selling. No, you're not. You can do I'm it. Never gonna set we'll it go to the gym when they open again. Yeah, I'm never going to set it up. I got a message on Insta at Dan has a podcast um, from a guy who's a personal trainer. Don't really know if he'd want me to say his name, but uh, he's like, you mentioned losing weight. I love the pod. You've helped me through a fucking rough year. If you're serious about it, I could give you some help. And <laughs> my instant thing was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> and I'm, I've just done that and gone, I'm not fine. So you're fucking like, you know. Maybe I need to buy that shit off you. Yeah. And I'll give you there only a 20% markup. I oh, know. it's great. Signed. <laughs> yeah, I'd really like a signed fucking dumbbell. <laughs> is it all the us, us stuff? Or what is it? Is it any boxing stuff? No, I've got a bench. I've got a... Uh, yeah? The bar. Yeah. I've got the things to go on the bars. Yeah. I've got some dumbbells. <laughs> got any lube? Yeah. Hot pants? Yeah. Who helps that out? I've got... Um, Come and spot me, Jeremy. Uh, a squat rack Yeah Yeah I've got everything Set it up man got a bike Sounds good Yeah Get I do want to set it up But I also can't be asked we'll, just, we'll, just set, we'll set it up next week We won't though No we won't We'll play FIFA Yeah Question uh, Yes question dun, Tell me what you dun, think dun, about dun. me So would you rather dun. Would you rather Hi lids Din Dan the bin man here Made his own nickname Loving the podcast Started late a late bloomer, so I'm still in March in lockdown 1.0. <laughs> wow. Fucking weird when people do that. Well, get in touch because they're listening to March. Yeah. Well, you get emails going, oh, the funniest story from when you're like, mate, that's like literally April we were doing that. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and it's a great that you've written the email in, but we're not going to be like, guys, had a great story in. I don't know if you've listened to episode 28. No, we, we will sometimes have the stories. Good. No, I don't oh, ever it's... think you can't send something in. Okay. Yeah. But if we um, asked a question five, eight months ago... We might not yeah. need the answer anymore. Yeah. Hopefully I'll catch up by the end of November. It's effort, though. Would you rather have £50,000 in £50 notes... Yeah. ...or £1 million in one pence pieces? <laughs> one million? One million pounds. And you can only spend the money in the form you are giving it. No banking, no changing, etc., Keep up the good work. So you get fifty thousand pounds in a briefcase, I imagine. Fifty grand in fifties is probably oh, probably not as much as you think. Well, it's a thousand notes, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Am I being thick? No, that's no, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well done. You get a thousand notes in it. That thank you, Adam. Uh, and then you've got you've got five hundred thousand. No, hang on. Fifty p. Is it fifty p's? So it's fifty thousand times hundred, isn't it? So it's five million. What? What? Is that right? No. You get a oh, million pounds in fifty p's. Yeah, so you've got you've got fifty thousand. Oh no, sorry, yeah, that's that's totally ridiculous. Fifty pence is you've got you've got a million in one pence pieces. In oh. one pence. Yeah. So that's a hundred million pennies. Yeah. At uh, look, the I answer. Where is, are you keeping that shit? The the answer is even if you expand your imagination and you've got this room that you can store them pennies in, what can you actually buy? Where like most well, stuff is online now. Tenders can actually refuse more than two pounds in coppers. Yeah. 
So unless you're one of them dads who's got a fine for taking the kid out of school. Oh, that is the least original fucking online content. We we took the kid to fucking Marbella and then we got a fine for taking him out of school. So I went and paid the fine in two pence pieces. <laughs> you're, like, you're a bellend. I quite like that. To be I honest, think yeah. it's bellendry of the highest order. Of if you're the first to person to do it, absolutely brilliant. When you're like, oh, I've seen it before. It's just unoriginal and annoying. <laughs> Fucking granddad day. Nah, it's just, here, it's it? fucking hell. Well, they can refuse it as well. Yeah. So I'm taking the 50 grand, mate. What's the most you can spend with pennies? What, at what point? A tenner. <laughs> in it? Yeah. Like, imagine if you were on the till at fucking Tesco and someone did the big shop, 140 quid, and you had to count the pennies into your till, which has got about this much fucking space for co- coppers. So it's, a ta- take, it's a thousand. We didn't even take coppers and hot water. That's how fucking little they're fucking used now. Yeah. Do anything in the till. Yeah, I'm taking the 50 grand, me, and I'm putting it on an horse at 20 to 1. Right. And then you've got your million. <laughs> yeah. You only need 19 to 1, actually. That's, yeah, that's how betting works. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what you've done there is you've took 50 grand and you've got no grand. No. No, no, because it makes sense, doesn't it? He's done the math. There is literally no problem with that plan. <laughs> Take your briefcase, stick it down at fucking Labrooks. What you're best doing there is going to Labrooks with the pennies because fuck them. No, because they won't take it. You're not even allowed to go to one of them Nancy coin machines. No, you can't do any. No, <laughs> I love those guys. Okay, <laughs> you get a tip on a good horse. You know that, what? What was the odds on the last Grand National winner? I bet it was about twenty to one. Yeah, good. It's a safe bet. The Grand National. That's well known. <laughs> People who are into horses know that the Grand National is the one you bet on because it's all about form. <laughs> do you ever how much is the most you've ever bet in one I by the way I'm a absolute fucking granddad for betting I'm like oh, can't be doing with it oh really oh I can waste money like a trooper yeah. but I can't just can't justify the loss no I, I like putting a little accumulator on a weekend a fucking hacker yeah and I reckon when I've been a bit silly with the lads if I've fought like if Liverpool are playing someone and I think the most I've ever put on a bet was like it was like uh, one to two so you have to put it 100 quid on to win 50 and I think I put it 100 quid on and I won it was like Liverpool to have the most corners in a game or something what what a weird thing to bet on well it but it was against like fucking Burnley right so it seemed like yeah they're gonna sit back all game we're just gonna be lobbing balls in the box you're gonna get corners they're almost certainly not gonna get many because it's all counter attacks we do the odd bet don't we if I come to us to watch the footy like I go to his to watch the footy two or three times a week we'll throw a fiver on yeah because it's a bit it's a bit of fun isn't it I yeah. don't bet but to it's... win I bet for fun Yeah. so that's... I'll put 12 teams on an accumulator and a fiver will get you back 300 grand oh right so we've got a, a Facebook group for comics that like the NFL me and Rob I've, I've lost two bets to Rob Thomas and you put yeah. like a Nando's on it yeah and then it's fun because yeah. I've had to take Rob Thomas for William Nando's, which William was Mel, don't take Nando's. Though you can't <laughs> no, take yeah. up with a fucking well, no. But I mean that type chicken. of be- that type of betting, I like a bit of that because it's also about we were betting on. I think it was literally like who's gonna. We were betting on one NFL team, and I was like, they're not going to end up better than like whatever eight and eight. And Rob Thomas said they were, and and I lost. And at the end of it, you get to take a mate for for tea. That's fine. Or Rob Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of weeks ago in the NFL, it went a little bit viral. This. The Green Bay Packers, who are a good team, are playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are having a shit season. And someone put on a £100,000 bet that the Packers would win. And if they won, he'd get 
seven grand winnings. Yeah. So put a hundred grand on to win a hundred and seven grand, yeah. which is mental amount of risk for profit, but it was such a slam dunk in the odds. And it was a one score game. It was tight right till the end. And that's why it became a story. Because if, if the Packers had been blowing out the Jags right from the off, it'd be like, yeah, the guy's sensible. But it was literally like 24-all in the fourth quarter, or as tight as that. And, and like Sky were like, did you know that someone shit in their cells in Green Bay with I, I remember when, you know when uh, McGregor fought Mayweather? And they had like an exhibition boxer match. Conor McGregor. Yeah, it's one of the... It was it was an exhibition, wasn't it? But it's like, isn't it the biggest? It's the second box highest, office ever. It's the second highest grossing boxing match after Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao of all time. Oh yeah, and they finally um, got that on. We Too watched late. that in Edinburgh because it was Jordan the Fringe at Daniel Sloss's house, and he had fifty of us round, all wrapped around the telly. Oh my god! For, and I won't say who the comic was in case he doesn't want to go <laughs> We've out mentioned there. that before. Yeah. yeah, we've said this. But uh, someone put a lot of money on Mayweather to win like a lot of money and, and a lot of money is relative to what you own or what yeah. you have in your account isn't it but this comic's got money in his account okay and he was sweating <laughs> like a paedophile near an airstream he was fucking shitting himself he was sh- like because at the start of that fight like when you look back on the fight now everyone's like Floyd Mayweather arguably the greatest boxer to ever play against McGregor who is just a stand up MMA fighter <laughs> it's like, of course Mayweather won. But when he got in, he looked big, didn't he? Well, no, McGregor it wasn't that. looked big, I think. Mayweather sort of, for a laugh, let McGregor win the first two rounds. Because he, he just was like, he was smiling. But McGregor, McGregor won the first round, and arguably the second, because he was just throwing digs. He, he was he was scrapping like an Irish MMA fighter does. And Mayweather was like, I'll be fine. You're not going to And he's me. got a hell of a punch on and, him, hasn't he? And I can move out the way. And and then as the fight went on, Mayweather was just picking him off and in the end he won. But for those first two rounds, the comic in question was like, holy fucking shit, I've put too much money on this fight. Can and you it's say how much? I don't know how much it was. I, but th- it, I think it was, it might have been 50 Gs, you know? Oh, I don't think it was that much. I'm, it, there was definitely a five in it and five seems too little. It was a lot of money. Fifteen would be maybe fifteen, yeah. But it was it was it was large. You see, <laughs> there are some conversations you have to have, like you know, when you've got a podcast and and you tell your partner that you're renting a studio in Runcorn, and then you have to lie about how much money it costs to renovate said studio. Yeah, there's certain things you do as a partner have to speak about. My account's my account, yeah. but in theory, it's our money. Like I, we don't do shared account because it's just like what we're we doing. She hurts. She works. I work. If we need stuff, I'm not like spend your own fucking money. But I don't want someone. Have, I just think it's an argument waiting to happen. Having access to my bank account. However, there are conversations where you've got to be like, I'm doing this. I'm yeah, just yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. If you lost fifteen G's, fifteen sterling. grand, because you've been to Daniel Sloss's house and got fucked up watching an exhibition boxing match yeah. I think that would cause quite a few issues in yeah. the uh, following weeks it, it might do might know what you missus yeah <laughs> you know, and you're like the university's bullshit she didn't need to go <laughs> yeah, yeah so I can't to answer do the it. would you rather I'm doing 50 grand in 50s because you just can't spend the pennies mm. yeah it's not always easy spending 50s though is it it's easier than spending pennies yeah <laughs> I love the face people pull when you try and put, like, you know when you turn up with a £50 note and they're like, ah. Like, if you go with a £50 note to the wrong shop, 
it literally shuts down. If you go with a fiver to the bus, it's like you've handed them a fucking box of arsenic. Mate, KFC refused money the other day. I went, I'm sorry, I've had a tenner. I did have my card, but I knew it was like in my phone and my phone was down there. I was just like, I'm going to be lazy. I was like, a tenner. They were like, all right. Disease paper. Be How gone, could I possibly? Man from the past. But what about coronavirus? I'm in a KFC with fucking 17 other bell ends. That's a conspiracy, that, isn't it? Wow. What? That they invented coronavirus to make banking less paper and more online. But it was already that. No, I mean, but like like speed, like quicken up the process. Yeah. It's like money doesn't really exist. Do you know who I feel bad for? The 2P machine owners in Blackpool. Yeah. Yeah, it's the fucking them, innit? They're finished now. They've lost oh, eight quid so far. Fucking yeah. nightmare. <laughs> I love the 2p <laughs> machines where you're like I've got this four quid later like no one touched that one you the only conspiracy it. theory I buy into about coronavirus is that there's a network of paedophiles who are about to be exposed and it might be them okay next time on the have a word <laughs> podcast what do I mean like, it's just like, take like you, what to like take the limelight away you mean just cause yeah like you know you had Jeffrey Epstein who let's be honest Defo didn't kill himself G Lane Maxwell She's been arrested. She's got fucking she's coronavirus fit. now, or she's isolated. She'll be dead soon. Quite fit. Everyone's like not talking about her. She's Prince fit. Andrew, everyone's forgot about him. Philip Schofield as well. He had some kind of. And that's thing why we are in a world worldwide recession. Yeah. With millions. Because that's how powerful they are, and I guarantee you yeah, they've yeah, got richer yeah, yeah, as a result yeah, yeah. of it. Oh, it's the yeah, rich yeah, and powerful yeah. people in it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. network of nonces. Oh, hundred percent. But there is though It's the pedo illuminati It is though Yeah totally Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But not, there is Do you not think that There's genuinely like A pedophile ring Like that fucking What was it like, The pedophile express Like Epstein's plane He'd fly yeah. them round And all shit Ch- He flew them to an island yeah, he had And a, there was just like yeah. Kids in boxes He had a sex like, cult He had a sex cult Yeah They don't start Worldwide pandemics Those, those guys How do you know Oh, of course I don't know. Exactly. But you don't know either. I'm not saying and I know. And you sound like a fucking nana. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying that I know. It's a fucking worldwide pedo Illuminati who've got access to fucking Chinese fucking viruses. No. I, I, I mean, it'd be easy to get Bill it. Bill Clinton's defo has and he's defo in it. Yeah. yeah. I hate fucking conspiracy talk. I love that you hate it, you know. I honestly, it makes my eyes water. But like, I'm not saying it's happening. I'm saying it's definitely realistic and possible Imagine and plausible. A whole network of 2p machines and it's the pedo illuminati that have fucking ruined your business there's some poor cunt in Pacheli not <laughs> North Wales do you think it's a bit of a coincidence that as it looked like all that was coming out that this all went off I'm not saying I believe it I'm saying you know I'm open minded Jeffrey Epstein has single handedly fucked Landudno um, <laughs> what's the question I've got another would you rather 50 quids are a bit of a dickhead thing to spend aren't they yeah I remember my, I had an un- uncle who used to used to gave us a 50 quid once and you're like alright oh, dickhead you're not at the strip I fucking love having a 50 quid in my wallet though I feel like I'm a millionaire yeah but apart from when, you, when have... it's too big for your wallet and then it goes frayed at one side because you've got a fucking poor person wallet that only goes up to the 20 side and then your big 50's flapping out the side it's been in there too long because you can't spend it at Greg's this is why you shouldn't have wallets you know so you should have a little card carrier like I've got where'd yeah. you put your 50 pound note then just keep it on its own yeah that sounds good I'd rather have a 50 pound note than 320s because I feel like I've got more money <laughs> pedo illuminati <laughs> uh, would you rather age from the neck up or the neck down only Ooh. What, I think what, what, what 
So you, you either get wrinkly <laughs> from either. from this point on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say now from, you are from exactly where you are now. Yeah. Neck up. Your head st- keeps aging, yeah. and your body stays a yeah. fucking pudgy but little thirty-nine-year-old that needs the help of a PT. You're single because you've got to consider like attracting a mate. But I'm not single, Adam. I'm in love with my soulmate, who's beautiful and glowing. Yeah. In but this, maybe in this crazy lot. universe. Yeah. In and you've got the universe. You've got the body you want as well. You can go to the gym and smash it, and it stays like that. No. That's not the question. No, it's my body in it. Yeah, your body, but doesn't age. But it, no, but it could. I could work out, and it, I could. Yeah, yeah, it could still... do. It could achieve all the yeah, things that yes. my. I mean, there's a glass ceiling. Yeah, yeah, it's a concrete ceiling. But... <laughs> <laughs> or, or you stay with a youthful head. Yeah, I think that would look fucking weird if you had wrinkly bollocks, but you looked like a Kendall up top. Yeah, but not many people see your wrinkly bollocks, do they? Like you look good. For no, but the ones you. who do. Get your about The ones who do. Like if you could, if you could have like a wrinkly face and you get old, just normally, because you're not—it's not like you age overnight. Like you're still gonna age naturally in your face, and then you get to like seventy, and for some reason you manage to pull a girl because she falls in love with you, and then you get her in bed and you fucking whip your body out, and you've still got a fucking thirty-year-old pipe. She'd be made up. Yeah, she would. Um, do you know because of clothes, the first one where your head ages normally and your body stays the same is an absolute touch. Because if, because that happens anyway, that happens normally, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You get older, you right. But all the old people, you know, can't fucking walk. They've got bladder issues. Yeah, you know, like that's my big fear. Yeah, you I, I want to get to eighty. If I go somewhere between eighty and eighty-five, I've had a great result. Because eighty-five to ninety, the starts it gets a bit rickety, doesn't it? Just having watched my grandparents, ninety-five. I've got literally my granddad at 95 fucking hell I have to let the phone ring and ring and ring and ring and ring and then he's like hello and he's he's walked three yards <laughs> and it's a fucking it's not even on a wire he just leaves it in one place because he doesn't understand how fucking wireless phones work to be fair though that's not a bad tactic the amount of times I lose my phone and my car keys I'm definitely on my way to being him yeah, but I- you go 40 wouldn't you happily not 40 like 65 or would you take 65 right now no because I don't I've got too much fear of missing out so I don't want I don't want to ever die but <laughs> I'd like to skip from 65 to 95 <laughs> mental reason not to want to die granddad Row, what will you miss the most the fucking results on Saturday yeah isn't that mad though that it carries like on s- when you're dead yeah. I'd like to skip from 65 to 95 yeah. That's mad though, isn't it? Yeah. The World Cup happens when you're dead. It's yeah. still happening. Yeah. But if if you get a little bit spiritual, Grim. then you can still watch it. And you can watch it from the sky. You get a fucking dead costume. people. If the, if there is a heaven, which there's not, it they they still give a shit about the World Cup. I would. Yeah. Not the World Cup, but the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. Defo. Hundred percent. But like the idea of when to go, I reckon being like sixty-five, sixty-six. You're still alright. Starting to get a bit achy though. You know, you're in out. I've done stand up about this. You get got to go in and out the hospital for scans. I'd and that. be gutted to go at sixty-five. Six. Some sixty-six-year-olds are in great nick. Yeah, but me and you aren't going to be no, that. No, that's true. Um, I reckon being like seventy-eight looks horrendous because you've still got all your marbles. You can see your grandkids eyeing your house up for when you're dead, and you you've got to keep. You get resentful of them if you're ninety-five and the dementia's kicked in. You're fucking sweet. I've got to agree with you on this one because I've sharted after a can of sugar-free Red Bull. Yeah, 
and that's in in your late thirties. Yeah. So what's going to be happening? I wake up for a wee now. I'm 28. Do you know what I mean? Oh God. Do you in the middle of the night? Like once a month, yeah. Earlier. Just has one piss a month. <laughs> <laughs> Horse. Where's Adam? He's still upstairs. <laughs> Two hour piss, first of every month. <sighs> the direct debit goes out and he fills the bowl. Got any more? Oh. Yeah, if you want to do one more. Do um, one more. This has been a, one of my favourite starts to a podcast for ages. Yeah. Let's do one more. Would you rather? Um, would you rather give up your love life or your work life? Oh, what are you trying to do to me, Carl? Oh my god! It's a public episode. <laughs> that means he'd get rid of his love life. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can't say it, but I can say it for you, Laura. Pack your bags, girl. You can still keep Etta. You have to get rid of Laura. It's unthinkable. I mean, I don't but- know. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if Laura what would want me if I had to give up comedy and podcasting. Yeah. I don't think she would want the annoyed, fucked off. Like, we've just had a, another break from what we love doing, and this has been an absolute godsend. Hannah, yeah. without this, you know... Where? How would your head be? Mine would be fully in a shed. We've been in here four days this week. And because, like, just to contextualize this for people watching, as you'll know by the time you've got to this point of the pod, today's episode is with Johnny Bongo, which we recorded the Johnny Bongo bit two days ago. Yesterday, we recorded an episode with Tom Lucy. And today, after we've recorded this bit, we're recording a bit with Rob Mulholland to go out next week. And we've also obviously recorded a Patreon episode this week. We've been in here four days, which is pretty close to the six we were doing during the first lockdown but it ha- we haven't felt fatigued this week it's felt like fun because every episode's been a bit different this has been this has been this literally it's not getting like oh god I can't be bothered this has been one of the most fun bits of the whole week it's a reason to get up imagine not having this I through honestly, this second lockdown I honestly think I would be on the brink of being locked in a mental health institution if I didn't have this because it's been a reason to get up like in the morning you know when you get up and you're like oh fuck can't be asked back to sleep for an hour I do that all the time when I've got nothing to do but when I've got this I get up and I'm like oh fuck I wish I'd go back to bed for an hour and then five minutes later I'm like fucking yeah, pod yeah, day yeah, yeah. got my music on I'm in the shower I've brushed my teeth I'm minty fresh I've got a bit of lemon on me fucking underarms not smelling like pits anymore put a bit of aftershave on pick Carl up got a bit of Jerry Cinnamon on in the car oh it could be a goddamn yeah. you don't it's what it's like to, to love your job isn't it yeah and it's it, fucking sick and if, you, if you're listening to this going I fucking <laughs> hate my job I just keep, we empathise with you just keep trying to yeah. get to somewhere where you like your job yeah. and it might be a job that someone else f- would fucking hate but talking to people who buzz off what they do the similarities between my life Adam's life and their life alright it's a different thing they're doing but when you buzz off what you do it doesn't half make life easier and I know it's not as easy as just fucking off your job that you don't like you've got a graft I had to, we had to work unpaid for god knows how long but uh yeah I don't know if you'd if giving up a love life to then do this would be grim but I just I honestly don't think Laura wants to deal with me fucked off see I think either one of these is devastating because like even as a recently single man you know at at some point and you've just got to become asexual 
But at some point, just to be slightly serious, <laughs> at some point, I'm going to want to be in a serious relationship. I've got ideals on having a family one day and, Mama you know, a house with pets Mama and all that like sort of shit. That. I like that idea. I really do. But, but, and I really do want that. However, there's a reason this is a would you rather because they're both fucking awful. I feel like as long as I had me mates around me enough, I would survive easier with keeping me work life than I would with keeping me love life. Because I think having... Uh, it, 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 yeah, I, I don't think I can give up work. I really don't. I can't give up my beautiful pregnant wife. When we found out yesterday... <laughs> End of pod. ...that Liverpool are going into End tier two and hot water went, we're opening on Friday and Saturdays in December, I could have cried with happiness that I'm going to get to do three gigs a weekend for the entirety of December and I'm going to cherish every single fucking one of them because we all know far too fucking well that on the 1st of January the country's going into national lockdown until these vaccines start getting fucking shoved up our ass I think everyone's like <laughs> January's going to be shit what about February are the government helping you financially yeah well it's not looking good then fuck knuckle yeah Ugh, we'll deal with job. that let's deal with that when we get there but I, I'd like to keep both that's okay yeah, is that all right, Carl? Just... No, you're both picking work, and that's fine. <laughs> no, I think you misunderstood me. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. We're both picking work. Sorry, Laura. Pack your bags. Leave the baby. Push it out if you can. He'll look after both of them. I'll upraise them. They'll join mine oh and Carl's kids. <laughs> we'll join mine and Carl's footy team. It's going to be sound. Don't worry about it. Let's have a word from our sponsor and come back with Johnny Bongo, which we've already recorded, and we can tell you it's fucking amazing. He turned up with meat. Oh, he's a good lad. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Support for Have A Word, the podcast, comes from Manscaped.com. Precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Now, we all know untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. Girls don't like it. It's time to sort yourself out down there, and we can help you with that with Manscaped's perfect package, 3.0. Now, what's in that package? First of all, you get the lawnmower 3.0, which is a, a trimmer specifically for your balls. You don't want to be using the trimmer you use on your face, on your bollocks. That's nasty, innit? And with the skin safe technology of the lawnmower 3.0, you can shave away without worrying you're going to snag the bag. No more bleeding balls in the shower. It's perfect. Okay. On top of that, you get a bit of ball deodorant and some ball wipes. These products smell manly. They smell good. You're going to be smelling good down there. You're already putting deodorants on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorants on the smelliest part of your body? Your balls stink. Time to sort it out. Once you've shaved, once you've deodorant, you can pull on the Manscaped boxes that also come in the Perfect Package 3.0. You get all of this in one bundle and they've just released this package just in time for the Christmas season you can get this for yourself for your husband for your brother for your kids maybe not but you can get it for whoever you want and I'm telling you right now their balls will thank you also as a listener of Have A Word you get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with our exclusive promo code WORD that's W-O-R-D you can go to manscaped.com now use the promo code WORD and get yourself some of the best Male grooming products on the planet. Nice one. Welcome back. Back? Yeah? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Whenever we record an episode like this where we're recording a bit with the guest in advance of the first half, it always I always for some reason get clunky about that first. Yeah, but we've done like a year or so. It's like welcome back from the last time you watched it or yeah, listened yeah. to it. People also there's definitely people I've noticed 
when we have a guest in, like our esteemed guest today, we there's definitely people who jump to the guest bit and just fuck us off. Yeah, <laughs> it's a shitty I mean? YouTube comment like, uh, one minute, five seconds, thank me later. You're like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> right. Welcome, Johnny. How's it going? Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me in. Thanks for the uh, delicious Cherry Coke Zero. You're very welcome. Is it all right? You've never tried this before? Never tried it. Good. You wanted a Fanta Lemon. Fanta Limon, back from Tenerife on that. Fanta Orange is different what, as well. What's Tenerife like at the minute? Because me and Carl are thinking of if if a, if Liverpool goes into tier two, yeah. it means that the, there might not be many gigs for me and I can't be asked staring at the same four walls anymore, so I might fuck off somewhere. I reckon you'd get gigs in Tenerife. Do you reckon we'd get some gigs yeah. going? have to do lowbrow low comedy. Oh, no, there's no, right. no point then. No. <laughs> Where can he take his highbrow political satire? That's the question. No, it's all, about it's me, all right. Yeah, yeah but I went, um, went to like a family resort for the first two weeks. And um, I was like, oh, I've got to get out of here. We're going to stay another week. And went to Costa, Costa Decky, maybe. Yeah. No, <laughs> Costa rough. something. It was rough. Yes. That's what we wanted. Yeah. Two, two weeks of family. Two weeks of family. You know, nice. Yeah, yeah. Many, All inclusive. Discos, by the pool, and then this bar, Sky Bar, did seven nights in a row there. Different entertainment every night. Someone from Britain's Got Talent was on it. Oh, that's like it a, then, isn't like it? Like a drag act, but when I like research, you know, it's like from Britain's Got Talent. I tried. To, it took me ages to find it. They're on it for maybe about seven seconds. Oh yeah, they were still just flashed up on Britain. Still Got, got the Talent. fucking credit. But you can yes. put it on the poster. They were in the background of someone else's audition. Yeah, class. <laughs> They're interviewing someone talking about the dead man, and this come walk around <laughs> in the background. Like, mate, I did. Uh, I did TV about eight years ago, nine years ago, and it was the John Bishop's only joking show. And my agent put on posters without me knowing. Star of John Bishop's only joking. <laughs> I was like, mate, they've been printed. I was like, I'm not the star of John Bishop's only fucking joke. How long were you John on John Bishop's... I was, literally, 30 seconds split into two clips about four weeks apart. Might, might have but, brought but, some what, people in, though. Yeah, you know I mean? thinking I'm John that, Bishop. Once you see that sticker, as, as <laughs> seen on TV. If you've got a credit, fucking whore it out. Yeah. Some gotta, TV credits you don't even want to put on it, because... They're shit shows, aren't they? And you see people like, I'm not going to watch this cunt if he's been on that. Oh, like, I'm at the point where anything goes on. It's <laughs> nice to have like a fourth option to knock one of the three out. But yeah, not John Bishop. Fucking ridiculous. So Tenerife would be, because everyone. Tra it's a travel corridor, isn't it? Is it? That's a new term. Right. Just yeah. all these new terms. You bubble. It's yeah. bub Tenerife it's a, in our bubble. bubble. You can go as long as it's a travel corridor. Every cunt I've ever met seems to be in Dubai at the minute. Yeah. So that's that was my first thought. My mate Libby lives out there. Shout out Libby in case she's watching. And I was like, Lib, what's it like? And she literally sent me a video of her in a bar and it's just chocker. Everyone's sound, but you've got to wear a mask when you go to the toilet and stuff. I was like, I said to Carl, like, should we just, if, if we're not, if there's nothing to do, I'm, I can't, there's only so many PlayStation pads I can smash up playing FIFA, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So if it was you, well, we're trying to get shows out there. We're trying to get some bingo shows out in Dubai because everywhere else we can't do them. That would decide it for me. We should contextualise that actually because a lot of our fans are fans purely of comedy and they might not know who Johnny Bongo is at this stage. So you invented Bongo's Bingo. Yeah, yeah. I was a wee bit nervous coming in because everybody's all comedians. I'm not a comedian really. Yeah. Some of the best episodes have been the non-comedian ones to be honest. Oh, great. Because when we have comedians in, we just talk sure. about comedy for yeah, the whole yeah, time, yeah. and you can feel our listeners sometimes being like, talk about something else, lads. We get comments going, when are you getting a non-comedian in? And I've wanted to get you in for ages. Yeah. Sorry. Do you know what I've, like... I've it, seen on TV as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got that. What? No one knows. <laughs> what channel? I know. <laughs> like, I know. You know what um, did you do? Don't tell the bride. Don't tell the bride. Fuck off. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
Don't know why I've just threw that in right now. Oh, because <laughs> we're doing TV I, credits, mate. I think, that's, I think that's why it is. I You've been on TV longer than Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my current wife will be fuming. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Second so, marriage I'm in now. Oh, my, so the Don't Tell the Bride one ago. didn't last? No, it didn't last. No. <laughs> talk, please tell. We've got to hear the story because you watch it and it's basically <laughs> it just like, aren't lads fucking morons on TV? It, it was a bit of that. It, but it was er, it was early. Don't tell the bride. Right, you know I mean like the golden age. If what that's even what a they, thing. they were letting you genuinely make I, decisions yeah, rather than like, like she I, loves trampolines. Yeah, Do the it. reception on a trampoline. Yeah, yeah, I caught swear going. I just hate trampolines. <laughs> I've just never been yeah. on a trampoline. Like Nana's been sick three times. Are you happy, Brian? I'd love to see the statistics, right, of how many don't tell the bride managers actually went the distance. Yeah, because it can't be a lot. The amount of fucking mismatches. I felt like they only recorded with people who weren't meant to be together because it would literally like my favourite one was she was like he's obsessed with aliens and you know I just I've never been into it he's a bit of a conspiracy nut but I accept that about him I just don't want that anywhere near me wedding and then it cut to him looking around aircraft hangers <laughs> like we'll get Klingons on the wall we'll put a Dalek up there it'll be fucking great she'll love it what did you think was going to happen love this so, bell has got 15 grand budget how much budget did you get 12 grand I think oh, it 12, was 12, 12 and uh I d- do you know what I did alright the only thing I messed up was um, I did a hog roast and she's Turkish and all her family are Muslim but I didn't know <laughs> thanks for having me and I'm going man <laughs> oh my god so it's- I didn't know I did a gen- I, like I was only like did- 20, 21 did that not come off while you were dating <laughs> no because she would eat pork is that why you texted me today and said do you eat bacon because <laughs> Johnny texted me the day before he came in and said, do you eat bacon, lad? And I was like, it's a bit of a fucking weird question. <laughs> what cunt doesn't eat bacon? I was like, yeah, as often as I can. And you've turned up with, uh, we've got to show people this, uh, two, one for me and one for Dan. Is this leftover from the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> Have you just got this out of the freezer? Gross. So this is, these bacon ribs. Listen, I just, have two things I'm into at the moment is baby yoda merchandise and this butcher from ireland yeah uh called meet peter you need to check him out like meet peter. i'm a big fan girl of him and i'm like messaging him all the time he doesn't really message me back uh, yeah. it's a bit awkward but it's buried in a, sh- a pit of sugar so it's dry cured keep first talking. keep talking dry cured first <laughs> and then all the moisture comes out when it's dry cured and then they bury it in sugar and the moisture is replaced with it's sugar. sweet Oh, oh, it's the best gear you'll ever have. Like I'm gonna I feel a wedding coming on. <laughs> Honestly, it's unbelievable. I, lad, that's our tea later. Yeah, do, on, there's do enough to go around. Our there. Tea? Yeah, we're not married yet, lad. This is fucking <laughs> mine. You can have some spuds. Um, you know, people want to do little plugs of things and everything, and obviously give the mates and whatever. If you turn up with 1.8 kilograms of meat <laughs> as a guest, I'll literally talk about anything for you. That is fucking decent. You've set the standards for guests. It's, it's now. not even like. I, I, it's not. I've got nothing to do with the guy. I'm just like fucking into his gear. Like, oh, I it? thought you were. Like, I thought you had a, like a. No, it's not like this is my mate who's an Irish butcher, and I'd love you to just, like take this and maybe give him a mention. Like, I just love the stuff so much, and it's I just want. Like he was sponsored by a butcher in no. Ireland. I thought he was his mate. He was like, go on the thing, I'll give him a bit see of meat. When you go on that, there, will you mention my bacon? Will you? No, it's not like that. I like just love that stuff. And I want to retweet. Nice. I want to remeet. He won't even follow me on Instagram. The guy. He won't Peter. Follow no, I'm tagging him in. I'm saying, look, I've got this. I'm going to restaurants where they do is like Himalayan salt aged beef. I'm just so passionate about it. But I, I know 
that like it's like if someone's like with the bingo if they're like so passionate and messaging all the time it's almost a wee bit like you get a wee bit standoffish uh, whereas yeah. he's probably looking at me going like what the fuck's this guy at like yeah because like, you're a grown man stalking a butcher exactly <laughs> <laughs> It is, a, it is a little bit of a weird spot, isn't it? it? Like, I'm, it's I'm, not I'm like he's an Instagram influencer like, and he's getting it like an OnlyFans is like, there's got to be a line. This guy's a butcher in Ireland and you're like, mate, I just want to be closer to yeah. you <laughs> through your meat. Yeah, I don't think there's many butcher stands, you see. <laughs> no, class <laughs> them. But you'll get it once you try it. Yeah. I think you'll understand why. I can't believe you thought he had a fucking brand deal and I, that's why you come in. If I did, I wouldn't like be like, sit down. This is the meat I want to advertise. Like, maybe we have to slip it in at the end. Like, oh, by the way, there's some meat there uh, from uh, Meat Peter in Moira in Ireland. Literally, I just thought, I just, it just made sense. Apparently, I just, I've never been gifted anything properly the last 25 guests. Where, whereabouts is he based? He's based in Moira. Moira, because yeah. we have quite uh, Ireland. It's, it's in Northern Ireland. Yeah. So he's like the most, the only time I think I've actually got close to speaking to him was when I did a big order. My man and dad, right at the start of lockdown. Um, they they came over and I, I like he wasn't doing online shopping. Yeah. So I asked them to fill up like two freezer bags of go to his butchers and get all the stuff and bring it over. <laughs> I think I spoke to him on the phone. What, like, what like, year <laughs> did this transaction happen? Like, hey, can you come over? I want a fucking van of <laughs> meat. That, that's what it was like. And then I phoned him and I had to give like my card details over the phone. And then at the end, you know, like, and can I have your uh, can I have your expiry? And then he asked for. The three buys on the back. That's what that one, I love that. I love the three buys. And give us the three buys on the back for the old security code. <laughs> Class. Excellent. I love he probably it. Probably wouldn't have spoke to me if he knew it was like me that he was talking to. So you're yeah. not that fucking guy from Instagram. <laughs> so yes, he would, probably wouldn't have driven to your house. How did he get it delivered? Like no, my man, dad brought, brought it over on the ferry. Right. So they you were smuggling bacon bags, yeah. across the Irish Sea. <laughs> they brought it over and, and yeah. Shitting it about the backstop, mum, dad. <laughs> you need to get, get it in. You need to get the shit in. But now, now he's doing delivery to the UK. Customs are letting fucking women through with fucking cocaine <laughs> up their ass and they're like, shit, your fucking batty see if she's sausage. got any bacon. Sausages. Um, so, good meat chat. Good meat chat. <laughs> great, great meat chat, There's guys. Take it off. T- 10 minutes into a pod, I reckon that's the most we've talked about meat. I loved it. It's fantastic. We are getting to the point where some things are getting brought up again and again, and we're like, oh, we kind of covered that. Yeah. We, like, I've caught us both saying it in the last month, two months, going, we've mentioned it before. None of that. Like, no. don't tell the bride into a fucking meat advert that really original. <laughs> we've not even talked about Bongo's Bingo. We're like, yeah, never mind that. What about meat? I'd fucking love to have seen, like, your ex wife's uncle. Turning up from fucking Turkey. Human. He's, he's waited all day. Because no one likes being at a wedding, do they? They're just waiting for the food. And then they bring out a fucking pig on a stick. <laughs> like, here you go, fella. Also- all, all my family were, like, absolutely made up as well. Because there were was just- more. <laughs> my uncle's going up again there, so I am. Maybe it's, like, I can't imagine loads of Muslim uncles are dead happy about trekking over to Northern Ireland for a wedding either, like... On telly. I don't, yeah, I don't think it fits, like, how they want it to happen for their daughter. Yeah. Or niece. <laughs> Fucking hell. Poor Mohammed's just, like, I'm going to see me, need to get married. And he ends up on BBC Three, stood next to a dead pig while everyone's having fucking Sambuca. This is not going to play well. <laughs> uh, what else, did, what, did you do... Everything else, you played it down the line. I think it was all right, yeah. I just went a bit uh, off the walls, big outdoor wedding. It was, it was good. It wasn't like I think most people watched it. Probably thought like, well, that wasn't too bad. Yeah, just don't look like a fucking idiot. Is yeah. the, is the game in it? 
Yeah, because it's hard. It did to look, look like, like an idiot. Like I think, just in general. Yeah, but that's like... that's sort of the fun of yeah. it, isn't it? As long did she cry at any point? Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of took... happiness, or no? They took her into the flat to where <laughs> we were staying because it was all like dead strict, and you had the proper sign. You know these like waivers that you won't speak, and if you do, you're like liable for production costs and things like that. So the 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 guys that were like directing it, um. They promised when she was over because we were living in London at the time, yeah. and she had went over to Ireland. She was coming back for a dress fitting, and I and because like I was like twenty one, not allowed to like speak to your missus for three weeks. It was just like a fucking free for all. The house, the the flat was just like a party house, and uh, <laughs> fuck, fuck fast bottles. And I said, just got to promise you won't bring her back. And they they swore down that they wouldn't. And then like when it, on the wedding day, she told me like I, I, I was in the flat, and it was like that. I looked like a dickhead on that, like when she goes into the flat and she's crying and stuff. Oh, TV people are fuckers, yeah. aren't they? It wasn't like, in the contract. No, of course, course, course. Because <laughs> we'd never do that. Get her in, get her in. Like they're evil like that. What's the one thing you don't want to happen? We'll make sure that absolutely doesn't. Muslim, happen. you say? <laughs> <laughs> I know a butcher in Moira. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't really take them to court for that, can you? No. Was it in the contract? Nobody fucking swore down on his man's life. <laughs> he oh, said he yeah. wouldn't take it in. The fuckers for that. Can we uh, just explain to our uh, our avid listeners what bongo? For anyone who doesn't know what it is, what is bongo's bingo, and how the fuck did that idea come around? Um, oh, it's, I, I, it just came about because I was doing this pub quiz in yeah. Liverpool in the shipping forecast. Yeah, and I was doing that, and it was a bit like off the wall. Bonus rounds, just fucking loads of mad shit. Um, and it, when was this, Johnny? When, when that's we talking? Probably about maybe ten years ago. The bingo's been going for five years. Yeah. So it was like pub quizzes are a good laugh, but sometimes you can go and it's like fucking eggheads and you don't win anything. Yeah. Oh god. So this was like a pub quiz where it was still a quiz, but it just was like carnage. And, and it's a cool bar. Yeah. And it's right in the middle of town. It's well known that boozer yeah, yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. So that was like. And were you just working there, or did you come in to do the quiz, or what was I, the? I think I'd I'd been working in London in bars and restaurants, and then came up and was working in the shipping forecast. Then put the quiz on, and then started doing more like DJing and radio work. So left all the bar work. I was like, oh, maybe do more events and entertainment stuff. And then from the back of that, the bingo, which is the same sort of concept. It's like if you've ever been, it's like do go and play bingo and that's like really important because I don't think it would work if it's just like a themed night so you can go play bingo win mad prizes but win like money as well and then it's all this other sort of like creativity thrown into it like dance-offs mad Irish techno and was it, music and was it like a manager going push it push it further or was it you that was going no, so was we're going to have dance rounds we're going to get everyone up on like yeah it was like base, basically what I was doing at this quiz and then I met my who's now my business partner he was Josh he was doing like club nights and on that kind of scene so we we came together to do this like event did it in Liverpool started it in the um, Camp and Furnace Sorry, that's <laughs> oh, wait. That's, that's a bit. We'll talk about that in a minute. I'm glad that's come up. <laughs> I, I was sitting here thinking, can we mention the beef? Can well, we mention I, the beef? We only mentioned the pork. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get comedians on this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so went and did it there, and then it, but it was my business partner that really pushed to do it in other cities and and tour it out, and like the demand for it's just nuts. People just love it. So you did, it. you did it. Um, you did a private one for my work, Joe Foley in work, yeah, in Par Street. 
That's I knew I knew your face. It's fucking heavy, that. Yeah, I knew I knew I knew your face. Um, in the there was it was only like for a couple of hundred people. Yeah, it was a, it was three workplaces all on the Dave Roach, yeah. Connor Foley, for and like just, um, Lucha Libre and all Lucha that. Lucha Libre and Miyagi, it fucking went off. I think I think there was a serious injury at that. <laughs> there was, there was. Like, Dave f- fell off the uh, table. Yeah. yeah, it's essentially a club night, isn't it? That's got bingo, bingo in it. Dance offs, big games all thrown in, and like you're not just winning money. Like I've seen people win space hoppers, and then they're bouncing around this fucking huge hall on space hoppers off the fucking head, yeah. bladdered, and it looks like you're living your best life up there. You it's, no, it's class. We do it. All, we're doing it all with our mates, and it's like it started off with just one team doing it and going around. I was doing like five, five gigs a week around the country, like on repeat for about a year, and we started to hire in more hosts and dancers, and like I think where we're at now is we've got like 10 different hosts and we do it all over we're doing like just before um, Corona we're doing like 30 shows a week it's across everywhere time. but it's just like it's class because everyone just like it's nice doing something that people of all ages and all different walks of life just buzz off it yeah and it's not we don't take ourselves too seriously it's just like a fucking laugh yeah and, like, it's not easy that for, to, for it to be for everyone yeah you know like there's loads of things that are shit hot but they leave part of the family out or part of your friends group out or anything. Like, I've seen the videos. They're the kind of videos that if you watch now where you're not allowed to go to a booze, you're like, I want to go drinking so much. I'd yeah. love to take you to a bongo's bingo night. Make that <laughs> When? Please, now. <laughs> we should vlog it. <laughs> you and Carl go oh to my bongo's God. bingo. Add it to the fucking list. Well, if we go to Dubai next week and you're out there, we're absolutely going to that. That'd, yeah. that'd be the fucking best night of the thing. When but- we first did Dubai, it, it's just, it, like we did it maybe three years ago, it, and it's actually any time we ever start because it started in Liverpool. It's it's. I think it wouldn't be as successful as it is if it had started in maybe another city. Liverpool's think, so sort of parochial that spreads. Like, and and also it's like people like if you're on holiday and you heard maybe someone talking about Bongo's Bingo and a Scouser was there, they'd be like, "That's fucking from Liverpool." That, yeah. You know what I mean? Even though I'm from Ireland, yeah. but it's like so you're an adopted Scouser. Yeah. So when when like we did Sydney and. Dubai and you just like it's just Scott you just said any Scousers in you you like, were actually everyone you were actually Mad, in Dubai last year when I was out there November last year and I why did you not come to the show because <laughs> I was doing a show but our show might have went on later maybe it didn't I was I was oh. closing the show so I wasn't finished till like half eleven or something like I that think we went on to twelve <laughs> oh well then I would have if we were acquainted back then Johnny I would have been there well I did reach out to you on Instagram and, did you yeah. mate stop stalking people on Instagram <laughs> did, Johnny did you really no I didn't <laughs> sent him some lovely chicken one of our, one of our other hosts said that he did speak to you he did in Edinburgh yeah at the Pleasance Courtyard yeah, yeah he said you blanked him I, I did said the I fucking would, bl- why are you I said I wouldn't bring it up podcast, I'm sorry I know I, he said if you're going on that bring that up and I said I'm not going to bring it up <laughs> I was in the Pleasance Courtyard and he come over to me he was hammered and he's like yeah, that's what, I, that's he's what like, he didn't put in he's, he's like lads you fucking watch all your videos you and Paul lads fucking <laughs> you want to come on Friday lad? I'll fucking talk to Johnny, lad. We'll fucking get you down, lad. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I will. And then it just didn't happen. Yeah, see, he didn't tell it like that. And I knew <laughs> that's what the problem, the truth is. Knowing uh, this host, Rich Furness, he was like, well, I seen that, Adam. And I went up to him and I said, well, I hope you enjoying the fringe. Come to our show. And he Here's just, my business and card. And he walked away. I was like, nah, you're off your head on Gary's probably. And we're like sweating all over him. It was like day two of the festival as well. And I was on day two of the Edinburgh Festival. Because you were there for... A, a few days weren't you is that right I can't remember we, 
that that month of Edinburgh for a comedian, those first few days, you're mentally preparing yourself for a month long tough mudder that you're about to do. It's heavy. And the on, show's man. not quite ready, and you're like tw- tweaking things. You're like thinking as you go, and you've got a fucking publicist in your ear going, "On Friday, you're doing your show, then you're doing these three, then you've got an interview with the Scotsman, then you're doing this fucking TV show that no one's gonna fucking watch, but you need it because I need to write it down and tell you that I got you this fucking." Yeah, and all your family going. When are we visiting? You're like, never, <laughs> ideally, never. I think now just to atone for this, though, we're just gonna even if we just go to Dubai for one night, just go to that <laughs> yeah, yeah. next week. We're gonna have to do it. Oh, uh, it's quite interesting though, because like a lot of people in our industry and the events industry in general have struggled to cope with like coronavirus. So, as as an event, your your work is entirely in events. Is it just smuggle and meat you've gone into, or have you found some other? <laughs> no, it is. It's like without. Like bringing the mood down, it's it's fucked us big time. Like and and, ev- and everyone in in the events industry, and it's just such a tough one because you don't know how how to play it. Like you can, like you just have to fucking go with the flow. I think that's what I've come to accept. Like you can't just like be angry all the time and just just have to go with it. We got and there in the spring. We were trying to. It starts doing your head in, but it was the natural thing in March and April to be like, I think we must have done this when we were doing the lockdown lock-ins, the shutdown lock-ins, whatever. We were doing daily podcasts. We started doing this thing of, I think by June, maybe July, and Adam was like, Big no, time. November, and well, I think by September. And in the end, you just have to become a passenger and be like, we'll be ready when we're fucking allowed. There's yeah. no point. You're messing with your own mental health, trying to predict it because you're trying to affect some control. You just know that as soon as you can, you're going to do your thing again. Yeah, but it's brutal guessing. Nail in the head, like because when when we started that that like when it started, we were doing some streaming and it was kind of good. And it's like, oh well, this will be over by you know the summer, and then it's dying down. And then the government were sort of saying, oh, you know, the, there'll be arena shows in October and all. And like, it's just been tough. It's been tough for all of our like you know host dancers, like guys in the office, just a killer. But hopefully, you know the the brand that we've built will survive through it and oh, we know, we know that like the style there. of the event and you know you know comedy nights and things like that like that's what people want more than anything as soon as like the green light goes I think the demand for to go out and have a night out and I'm not just maybe to go to the boozer for sort of like live entertainment something a bit different 2021 oh. will there will be a release of energy hopefully we're banking on we're doing the same thing again of like it, sh- it should be done by Easter <laughs> I mean it should be done no, by but it really should it, be now shouldn't it but ne- vaccine by coming, then, stab your nan in the it. arm with this vaccine keep it in a fucking cupboard for two weeks give her the rest of it and let us go and have a fucking party and I think there'll be such a flood of like not just going to the boozer or fucking Nando's things like comedy and things like bongos bring up become like oh fuck I want to live I want to do like yeah. to make up for what has been a bit of a shitty year where you've missed out on stuff yeah Big it's going to be like a fucking spring innit? it's just constantly getting more and more tense and the tenser and tenser it gets when it gets released it's just going to my mate's starting to plan his 41st birthday because his 40th just got shat on from a great height turned 40 in November and he's just gone there's nothing I've not got to do anything so he's like we're going big for 41 and he's just moving all the excitement to then good on him so we're all going to be knobheads and try and find 41 balloons which don't exist get a sharpie pen we'll be off laughing you're going to have to get a 4 and a 1 because they definitely exist because quite big birthdays when you're a kid two balloons fucking clever lad Peter fucking not just a fucking hat rack kid (laughs) (laughs) Um, is there a like do you get you get people on stage don't you what, from the crowd yeah yeah has there anyone ever like has it ever got a bit fucking eggy because I've brought people on stage before I made a mistake very early on 
This was when Hot Water was in the Crown Pub. And I was like three years in, maybe. And the headliner that night was a Canadian called Marty McLean. Remember Marty? I <laughs> do, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I'm on in the middle section, and there was this heckler who just, he thought he should have been on stage. So I went, come on then, come on stage. And Marty, who's veteran of comedy, shit himself. He was like, this is going to kick off. Because I gave the guy the mic and stood next to him. I was like, go on, you do your bit then, if you think you're good. Because I was having a decent gig. And he just, he stood all like, awkwardly. He's like, yeah. God. So, so uh, it was in my Mars the other day. Fucking bitch. And uh, <laughs> get the fuck on. He's like, yeah, you, you know, when your Mars is doing your fucking head. Fucking bitch. And uh, saying this, I, just, I, I don't really remember what else he said, but I remember he said that. And it just didn't work. And he's like, oh, you are all just fucking being knobheads because I was a knobhead to him. This is funny, this. Right? And I was like, can I have the mic back? He was like, you can have it back when I'm finished. And then it got really fucking eggy because as I could, like, when Mar- Marty then rushed the stage and was like, give us the fucking mic, fuck you. T- t- he got kicked out, this guy. And afterwards, Marty was like, don't ever, ever get someone on stage, especially if they think they're going to be funny because it's always alpha males who can't deal with the fact that someone's funnier than them in the room. They get on stage, they realise the fucking shit, and then it kicks off. So you've they- given them the mic because you know they're not going to be funny, yeah. but the end game isn't them going, Sir, I <laughs> I admit you've bested me, <laughs> and I wish everyone here a lovely evening. I'll go and put my head in the oven. So has it ever got a bit awkward? Not really. We've had, like, we get people up, but it's more for like dance-offs, and uh, you know, like we do like a sort of... Um, like a raffle every every after every game, there's like a lucky ticket, and if you come up, that's when like you win for big money, and it's like a who wants to be like a millionaire question or whatever, um, and like people have pissed themselves on stage like literally a couple of times, like winning <laughs> winning like <laughs> yes. a couple of grand. I think I only had one like a, like as as someone comes up and I like quickly give do like a wee like interview with them briefly, like so where are you from like Warrington or something, and then. As, it's a shit gag, but I just I just like it. Um, and as they as they're leaving, if they've got the question wrong, I like you know beckon them back on. Like, Listen, Saturday night we're all having a good time, you know, as if I'm going to give them another go. And then I just say, "Fuck off, back to Warrington." <laughs> and, and then like, everyone cheers and they sort of play the curb your enthusiasm music, and then they walk off. But one guy once went to bottle me, but that was about it, really. Oh, so when I said, does it ever get eggy? And you just said once. no. Just the once, I nearly got bottled. But we've got, like, this big security guy called Dangerous Dave, who is like, an <laughs> absolute unit, and he just dived in. Did he pick his own nickname? Or? Yeah. I don't even think he's called Dave. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. He's class, though. Big boy, like. Yeah. He's, he? just been part, he's become, like, part of the show, like, almost like a... Steve or whatever you call it from Jerry Springer yeah he just, oh, yeah. just comes in does little he's bits. like Graham from Jeremy Kyle like Graham but like a unit <laughs> Graham was fucking massive oh, no a- there was another one in Jeremy Kyle there was the security one I think yeah. Graham was the pastoral aftercare was he yeah Graham was <laughs> the guy who- one of them like that comes and speaks people you just off fuck off to Warrington just fuck off to Warrington and go and speak to Graham there <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you help we'll get you help we'll send you on with a bit of meat we'll get you help. we're not dickheads <laughs> dangerous Dave oh fucking love the idea of just someone like being I just, that's the thing with security at comedy clubs they're there but they're not always watching no. I feel like dangerous Dave is definitely there and watching He's that's there. his job I remember at Rawhide once I said something about Northern Ireland. I mentioned it because I, I used to have housemates from Belfast when I was at yeah. uni and it got mentioned and I went into a bit and this piss person 
just couldn't accept that I'd talked about Northern Ireland and went to throw her drink at me but it was a glass of wine and as she did that motion it sort of looped out of the glass <laughs> and I just saw wine sort of just go over my head and then stood there going did you just you just threw wine at me so you're quick like, enough there you, should, you shouldn't have said anything about your nail and I went okay but did you, did you throw wine at me and I was just waiting for like and nothing fucking happened it was the worst because I was just waiting for someone to get fucking rugby tackled from the side because bouncers are dying for something to kick off because it's boring and nothing happened so I had to go oh okay you did then well I'll get on with the comedy she just <laughs> sat down she's off for another glass of wine there's fucking brutal there's a league table of bouncers though isn't there and I feel like Bongo's Bingo needs a dangerous Dave and then one step down from that you've got nightclubs step down from that you've got local pubs that are a bit tasty step down from that you've got comedy clubs and then even below that you've got that sad cunt who has to stand on Burger King oh no like Somewhere. what happened in their life when they're like oh, I'm gonna be a doorman I'm hard as fuck I'm a fucking blue belt in fucking karate chip I'm flying chips are flying <laughs> chips are flying they just have to decide whether you're drunk enough for a fucking overpriced burger I feel so sorry for those guys yeah <laughs> what would your bouncer nickname be Dan? Dangerous Dave. Yeah, so does Dangerous Dave, what would you It's do? not a Dangerous Dave, is it? It's fucking baldy nonce. Is that a, <laughs> I just like v- sex pest them until they stop like, all right. I'll... No alliteration, just baldy nonce. Baldy nonce, yeah. Not. I just don't do a like Leave Liam. me out of it, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm a, I'm a thespian. Are <laughs> you? Well, yeah, you know, I was back in the days. You were now a thespian? I, just, I did a bit of amateur dramatics. So I'm not a real thespian. I was just saying, uh, you know, isn't a thespian like a an old style English actor? No, I think it's just any form of sort of actor or drama type. It's which, just because most which, people, when they say thespian, that's how they say it. Yeah, like, I'm a thespian. <laughs> I'm a thespian. Yeah, it's just just means actor or uh, yeah. Yeah. But people who use the term thespian are those type of cunts. Yeah, and so I I apologise. I wish I'd not done it. Argumentative Adam. What, as a doorman? Yeah. That's not your idea. It is. Mate, it isn't. <laughs> he'd start more fights than he fucking ended. I wouldn't. You would. <laughs> what a great response. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm not argumentative. Yeah, you are. No, no I, I'm not. I'm quite good at calming situations, man. Fuck the fuck off. <laughs> what do you mean? What, what situations do you calm down? All of them. Like, I'm quite chill, me. <laughs> when it's kicking off. I'm always like, come on, we can sort this out. That's how I did my shoulder. I was trying to calm my fight down between my little brother and some big cunts. Might have been dangerous, Dave. You never mm-hmm. know. And then that's when I got assaulted. Right. I didn't assault anyone back. You're a very calming influence, yeah. especially on this podcast. Yeah. Everyone, so everyone just chill out. Why are we arguing? What has happened? I'm calling myself a thespian and you're lying about being chilled out. What the fuck are you talking about? It does feel like it's kicking off a wee bit. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's because like he's fucking speaking to me like I'm a dickhead. It's kicking off while we're arguing about how we don't kick yeah, off. Yeah, I'm like sitting here like I'm in some sort of gaff at four in the morning going like, <laughs> I'm taking my meat and go. You're going to have that for tea. You're all right. You're all right. You're going to be all right. That'll do, pig. Um, shall we have a word from some money cunts? And, uh... Stop calling the sponsors <laughs> yes, money <stop>. cunts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking hell. Who do I put in now? We're sat here with, <laughs> we're sat here with a businessman who's like, we've grown the brand, you know, we're up to 10 presenters. And he's always like, there's some fucking money cunts. <laughs> hey, they're not giving us meat. <laughs> Oh, we appreciate the sponsors but you know if you can't take a joke why are you sponsoring us you fucking gobshites what the fuck 
I love it. He's leaning into it. Dead chilled out. Just a nice chilled out guy. Give us your money, you fucking cunt. Yeah, it's going to be a jump cut, that one. No, it isn't. Leave it in. Leave it in. Okay. They're grown adults. Comedy podcast. We're joking. What's happening, lids? Today's sponsor is Beer 52. Beer 52 is the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club. If you're into your beers, your ales, your stouts, Beer 52 is the place for you. They've teamed up with Have A Word, this podcast, baby, to give our listeners a free case of eight beers. You will get eight beers, an award-winning beer magazine, and a tasty snack. You just pay the $5.95 postage. You can pause or cancel your membership to this discovery club at any time, but until you do that, they're going to keep sending your beers they're gonna send you a different theme every month previous themes have included germany california belgium korea new zealand south africa and many many more every month you'll get a new theme of beers sent to your house and i'm telling you right now i signed up for this a few months ago myself and i ain't been cancelling anything i'm still tippling away just go to beer52.com slash word and claim your free case now that's b-e-e-r 52.com slash w-o-r-d do it now baby Please, go get yourself some free stuff on us. Don't forget to watch our very funny podcast videos on YouTube. You can subscribe at youtube.com forward slash have a word pod. Have you, have, you got, have you got some questions? I have. So I, I have. how much of uh, the podcast you managed to get through. I know you listened to a, a, an episode or so. The, the title of the podcast, Have A Word, is... People sometimes write in, in, in like a reverse agony ant style thing yeah. uh, where they're like, hey, have a word with this dickhead because he's being a knob. And we also do a few would you rathers and shit like that. Yeah, uh, this was the feature section. John. Yeah. I'll let, I'll, let, I'll let Johnny decide what you want. We can give some serious advice. Someone's asked for some serious advice. We've got a, uh, a question about uh, sport. We've got some would you rathers that are definitely not serious. What's your preference? What are you feeling? Is this in in order? Are you not yeah. going to do? No, it? you can do whatever you can. Why don't you, have just, do We've got... Why don't you just do them all? Oof. Yes, Johnny came to play. Fucking hell! This is a this is a serious bit of advice needed on this one. Are we going to do serious before we go into would you rather? Why don't you do like a serious sandwich? That one, you know, like right, so a silly, serious, silly. This this guy knows how to put a fucking show together. Fuck That's entertainment right there. <laughs> just calm down. All right. Just see it in your eyes. You're getting a little bit tetchy. <sighs> Breathe through it. You're really starting to piss Breathe me off. It. Have a fucking, fucking cha tea. You're really uh, starting to do my editing. Uh, okay, good, good. All right, just breathe. You're all right. Uh, <laughs> would you rather? Would you rather? I've never f- been this pissed off on the podcast. Would you rather? <laughs> just breathe through it, babes. You're all right. You're calm. Find a happy place. Dubai. Uh, <laughs> would you rather finish every unattended glass? By the way, you have to do one of these. Yeah. On pain of death. And you're not even that shit. Yeah? Would you rather finish every unattended glass pint on a table in a bar, even if someone's just gone to the toilet, you have to go over and down it, (laughs) (laughs) or every time you're out, you're at the bar, and you order a drink, if you hear someone order something else after you, you have to point to them and say, I'll have that instead, and you can't explain why. So the two options are, you're in a pub, and you literally just fucking mind sweep every empty glass around you you're that cunt you're basically the alcoholic you haven't got a choice or it's called mind sweeping isn't it yeah it's a student move it's called mind sweeping yeah, yeah you just said it there I just oh, said mind sweeping <laughs> <laughs> wake up last you've seen red big time haven't you <laughs> 
sometimes when Dan's this is the silly section. Sometimes when Dan's talking, because I sort of like I, I know like I know the format and that I, I I've got a bit of ADHD. So what was happening there was I was playing an episode of Friends in my head and I missed a bit. This is de- this is de- developing as a problem. <laughs> And we've been, and we've done so many podcasts. I read these out and I just look over and I'm like, he's gone. He's not there. I'm just there. We were on a break, right? Or you're at the bar, you order your drink, but if someone comes up and orders fucking two gin and tonics, you're gonna go, oh, I'll have what they're having. They're your choices. The every is, single every single time every single and time when you go to a pub you mind sweep every time I think mind sweeping is like you can't do all the tables because you're just going to get unless you take dangerous Dave out every time you go for a booze you're just going to get twatted aren't you yeah but the the, the other option of ordering I'll have what they're having like that is easily explainable if you order the bar going I'll have a pint of Heineken and someone goes I'll have a, a double gin and tonic and you go I'll have what they're having because you've just heard it and reminded yourself that you like a gin and tonic. That's explainable. But what wouldn't be explainable is if you went to the bar and was like, can I have six Jager bombs, mate? And someone comes over and goes, can I have a glass of water? And you go, I'll have a dead on. That's when it gets a bit fucking ridiculous. I've just put myself in the programme. <laughs> uh, would you, what would you rather do? Well, I would, like, no joke, I was minesweeping last week in Tenerife. <laughs> like, that, I, it's not an issue for me, the minesweep. Was it not all-inclusive? Yeah. <laughs> Are you doing it anyway? Well, <laughs> Literally, people going over going, mate, just, you can have anything from the bar. <laughs> no, it was like end of the night. Do you know what I mean? So it was with Slutty Susie Cole, who's one of the dancers. Uh, he was out there, even though it was a family holiday. You, can we just, you love these nicknames. Can, can, can we just park for a second, if you don't mind? Slutty Susie. Yeah. And he is one of the dancers. Yeah, yeah. All the dancers are, you wouldn't call it drag. They're just like sort of... Party boys, you know, slutty Susie, horny Heidi, naughty Nicky. But they're all men. But they're all men. But they're not. It's not good enough to be drag. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's just like they're in a dress. They're going to collect the books and run about. So he was there anyway, as like a sort of au pair, because on on holiday he just came. I was like, I'll just come. You know. So you took him on holiday to look after your kids. Kinda. Slutty Susie. Yeah, but then we got like a bit of time <laughs> to like have a few bevs in the night yeah. once the kids were in bed. But then there's. Even though it was all inclusive, there was uh, there's restrictions. The early curfew, eleven o'clock, so everyone would be on the terrace of this hotel, and then also everyone would get a big round in just before eleven, and then sit there till the early morning, and then as people would drop off and we were running out of booze, we'd just go and. That is a valid so mind are you sweep. Saying, are you saying That's mind sweeping va- when someone's there stealing their drinks? No, but if they or leftover d- drinks, stealing when they go to the toilet. I do the I'll have what they're having because nine times out of ten you might get something decent yeah and and if you don't sure you can just order something else yeah. I wouldn't steal people's drinks if they've left I'd drink the dregs it's also not very COVID compliant I'll just no. steal people's drinks you know there's spittle going in there bit of saliva spittle spittle he's looking fine but you'd, Look have, you'd, do, you'd do that wouldn't you like, that, if, what you did in Tenerife I think is valid mind they've sweeping gone, they've gone to bed they've yeah. got like a few few glasses on the table just go and sweep them yeah no I would yeah. <laughs> no especially if it's 11pm and everyone's playing the game of like we're allowed to get as many drinks as as we need 
but after 11 we can't get any so if a table's full of like half drunk drinks yeah fuck it if the game is i'm gonna stay yeah that's all right yeah, i can't i can't deny that i definitely do that because my problem with drinking i can say oh, i don't want to drink today and i can have two and be like that's enough i'm not having any more if i've had four or five drinks i'm gonna have a 27th yeah do you know what i mean so if there's the option if i've got to the end of my drink and i want to carry on and there's a fucking table of bevies over there unattended no one's gonna miss them I'm having a little fucking. Have you ever done mind sweeping properly, though? Back like when you were younger, I haven't. You've never taken like a drink like from a table or something on a night out. Well, I don't do drugs, so I'm <laughs> always worried that there's going to be a bit of fucking free whatever in there, and I'm going to end up in. The, oh, because the I do do drugs. I'm the one going. There's no MDMA in that. No- <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get day raped. Come on, guys. <laughs> Like it's no, it's just you know, just because you don't do drugs doesn't mean like mind sweeping's more dangerous. Yeah, but when we went out, the drinks were that cheap; it didn't fucking matter. We used to yeah. go to like place it was a quid a bevy. Yeah, it was fucking. We yeah, imagine stealing and half drunk bevy. That's like forty p in it. Imagine, imagine. I wouldn't pick forty p up off the floor, and I feel like it's the same as that. So well, I never really did it. Squires, did Squires on a Monday night was fifty p a pint. Back, back in our college days I remember what are you, even Raz. we were skin but fucking hell you don't need to mind sweep at 50p a pint I remember walking in the Raz you know the Raz in Liverpool the Blue Angel sticky floor yeah so I went in there on sounds a, like another dance <laughs> <laughs> I was on like a staff night's house not like a staff night's house but lads who I worked with in Mackey's we went to watch the footy and we went in the Blue Angel it was my round and I walked the bar it's fucking grim in there you're literally like it's like it's like fucking SMTV when the floor's being slimed. It's grim. A few disco nanas like, you know, I hate love that. I went to buy one, can I have six pints of Carlsberg or whatever it was? And uh, she went 5.40. And I went, no, six pints of Carlsberg. It's 90p a pint. It used to be a, it used to be a coin for the um, drip trays. You have a pint of drip tray yeah, for I've a coin. That, I used to have that in the blob shop. On, <laughs> what? What's it called? The blob shop. Blob shop. Street. The blob what, Great Charlotte Street. Yeah. yeah. When I first came to Liverpool, I used to go in because the girl, the girl I was with at the time, she was studying as a thespian in Lippa. And uh, yeah, I used to, I didn't really do much in the day. I was just hanging about. And I used to go in there, the blob shop, and it was 30p for the drip. Sorry. Right, just, so, they take the just, dri- so they take the drip. Like, you know those big long drip trays? Yeah. But All of the taps. Everything, yeah, we mix, get a wee bit of, like, Guinness Stella, in there. cider, Guinness. Love Do you get that? it in a glass? You don't yeah, have to yeah, drink it, it from the fucking drip <laughs> no, tray. No, they just pour it in. <laughs> or, if, if the, or it's in a bucket, like it's in a, a separate thing. Yeah. Just for a laugh, innit? You know what hey, I mean? Like, <laughs> just me on my own, like that. Lads. <laughs> the no, guy, one, the guy who drunk the drip tray never got laid, though, eh? Why? Like, he was not like, mm, ladies. No, this is how the rich stay rich. Bill Gates loves a fucking drip tray. <laughs> Because he's not spending fucking £3 a pint. <laughs> Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos always at the blob shop. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind the glass, get the fucking old tray down. He's fucking clever, this lad. That's how the rich stay rich. They, you know, they see a bargain. Like, they're just there to get pissed, aren't they? It's not all about the flavour. Yeah, everything. billionaires are just out to get pissed. <laughs> That's not how I looked at it. Like, I think I only had, like, maybe 60p, so I was like, there's two pints there. Yeah. Baby, yeah, you're doing all right now. Fucking makes yeah. sense, doesn't it? Has a third. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what the other option is, but it's basically just losing your mates in it. You would, you would definitely order the thing at the bar. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit worried about this serious one. It's actual advice we've got to give here. Are you ready for it? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Adam and Dan Lids long time listener first time email due to this being possibly the worst scenario I've ever found myself in. I'm going to get right to it. My partner listens is to this your. Is this a word? No, no, it's advice. It's 
no, it's I got it. I got it. This is the serious bit. What if this is really serious? Fucking <laughs> jamming my Stop buttons. Stop being so fucking flippant. Um, mama like that. Mama like that. Order. Order. So Order. Are you giving more meat? For fuck's sake. <laughs> Doesn't like it when I touch the buttons. My partner listens to your podcast with me, so he will know it's about him. Oh, Jesus. Oh, hang on. Uh, his face would be a picture. I got together with my partner, February 2019. He's 32, and I'm 25. I love me an older dude. They bring... Oh, Mama, like Mama that. Like Mama, that. Like um, I like me an older dude. Uh, they bring maturity and all that stuff, right? Well, anyway, he's got two kids, two baby moms. Uh, now, I know you might stop me and my tracks already, but this is common these days, broken families, etc., Open mind I gave it, being the non-judgmental person that I am. But to put it bluntly, the baby mamas are both fucking nightmares. They play habit with whether or not we can have the kids. I've tried really hard to be sound to them, helping out with childcare, but they're an absolute pain in the neck. Okay, boring shit over. I've painted the picture. Three weeks ago, it came out that he has cheated on me. And... It turns out he's been sleeping with one of the baby mamas for 10 months at the beginning of our relationship. He said basically it was easy. She was always there. And as soon as they realized they were in love, he stopped it. Uh, And she's put, wow, typing this out, fuck's sake. Now, my question is, can I really accept that it was just sex? Can it really be just sex with someone you've had a child with? Or do I need to take my muggy muggins cap off and be rid? I can't escape this woman it's a baby mama for as long as I want my partner in my life she will always be there please take into account that this man lay with me near enough every night and told me neither of them were uh, anything to worry about it took the entire relationship to tell me please help your brutal honesty is what this chick needs I don't know if it's plain obvious but my type of personality just doesn't know ever when to do the right thing or what the right thing is cheers cheers, lids don't hold back Serious sandwich, that. Oh my god! Um, So has she got? Has she got kids? Just say yeah. Is uh, just do what you feel, love. You know what I mean. Just do what you feel. And uh, (laughs) if the guy who listens to the podcast, if you're a Patreon, you know, you do what you feel, lad. And that's my advice. Just both do what you feel. (laughs) There's there's the fucking businessman coming out. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa! He listens to the podcast. Is he a patron? Wind your fucking neck in, love. He pays a subscription. He's all right. Um. First of all, I mean, you're spot on about the older guys. Oh, yeah. So she's a wise woman. You can tell. Yeah, but there's a difference between older and old. So don't get your fucking dick to All right, okay, yet. good. Um, has she got kids with him? No. no. No, no. Oh, so there's not many ties. So he's got two kids to separate mums. Oh, okay. So and there's two baby mamas. Yeah. And it's just come out that, that he's slept with her. Right. With it's... one of them for the first 10 months of the relationship. And they've been together nearly two years. I, uh... Wow. Can we have a guess r- ruling? What do yeah. you think? Uh, um, I reckon she's probably a crank as well, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> How have we not had this man on already? <laughs> no. The meat, the advice, the dancer nicknames. No, just on the on the basis that you know, fair enough. I'm he's he's in the wrong if he's done the dirt. Yeah, you do the dirt, you're in the wrong. Yeah, but you know. I don't know. Just the wording of it was a bit <laughs> like suspicious. She's saying, "Oh, these other girls are like absolute cranks," but she's written into a podcast that she knows that he listens to to call him out on it, hoping that you will be like, "What a fucking dickhead!" Which he probably is a fucking dickhead if he's cheated on her. 
but she is also a dickhead for doing that. Know what I mean? No, 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 and just enjoy the delicious taste of sugar pit bacon. <laughs> you know what you need to do? You need to cook up a nice tea <laughs> from a butcher's in Moira. 140 degrees, two hours, and then rest for 20 minutes, and job done. He, Don't let your man be either horny or hungry, because there's always somewhere a slag with a butty. <laughs> He's a... Especially in tier two. Especially in tier two. He's a shagger, isn't he? This guy, this old boy's a shagger. I don't know. He doesn't shaggy lays with people. Uh, That's what it says. She, he, he lay with, with me. <laughs> Do you lay with me, sir? She's a thespian. <laughs> Dost thou lay with me? What sort of bedfellow are you, sir? <laughs> um, he's a shagger, though, isn't he? I don't actually. Two think baby he is. mamas, two kids, fucking the baby mama. Yeah, that, he could have only ever slept with three people, and that would is possible. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's coming across, isn't it? But he's only know. had sex three well, times. I've got to give him the benefits of the doubt here. No, you don't. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Here's my weighing. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm I'm almost there with Johnny. Right. I think. Ooh, it's hard this because you know he's a fan of the pod. I think it's loaded. They're both fans, aren't they? It's, yeah. it's weird. I think the fact that she's written in, she's doing it for two things. First of all, she wants us to tell him to fuck off. Right. She wants. Because they've had murder about this, right? And he's been like, look, it, it happens sometimes, you know, there's there's still feelings there from when you were together, you need to fucking calm. It, it, it stopped after 10 months. You need to lay somewhere. Gravity's <laughs> a nightmare. <laughs> Yo, it stopped after 10 months, been together two years. That's 14 months, love. I haven't been fucking near apart from that one time after that night out, but you know what I mean? I've hardly ever gone back after that 10 months and you need to fucking chill out. <laughs> and she's gone, you're a fucking dickhead. And he's gone, no, I've, and she's gone, I fucking, you know what? Every one of your mates will think you're a dickhead. They fucking wouldn't. And she's gone, I know I think he's a fucking dickhead, Adam and Dan. And I do. I think he's fucked up. I think he's probably got those 10 months in, started catching feelings for this new girl and gone, this needs to stop because I want that to go somewhere. I do think he's done that. But he's also hid it. And he's a shagger, mate. If I'm here, if I'm here, I couldn't ever get past that. So I would be Homer Simpson and into the bush and staying in there. T one thousand. I reckon you'll. I reckon you'll get a part two to that. I reckon if they both watch, he'll write oh, back his version. Yeah. And I'll let you know if she, because I've just called her a crank. You know, if I get like a message request on Instagram or something, going, you're fucking dick. Like, why did you call me a crank? She's a crank then, and I'll let you know. I don't. Do you know what? I don't think she is. I think it's the tone of the pod. It's this kind of shit we talk about, and she. It's clever in a way. It's also putting all your shit out there on online. It's not easy, but she's like obviously pissed off. But it is a sneaky, very twenty twenty way of getting in your partner's head, isn't it? Oh, you've done that. Who do you really like and respect? That podcast. Well, I'm going to fucking snitch to them, and they're going to say what they think. But I just like, I I know he's a listener, but when has he been banging her like when, when is it going to stop as well it's not like he go I will never see her again no 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 I know I banged her again but you know like I pick up the kid from hers and he's playing Lego and I'm like she's here I might as well bang her again like it's always going to be there isn't it she's never going to be able to know that he's going to pick that kid up and nothing's happened let me smell your dick <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Shit, like every time he's it with that baby or with like I've got to go and pick him up. If he's like 
If she lives 20 minutes away and he's 23 and a half minutes getting there and back, she's going to be like, what were you doing for that three and a half minutes? We were just talking about, you know, the, the kids schooling. Yeah, yeah, with your fucking dick out, you yeah. rat. Every, like, every, where were you? McDonald's. Oh, where you? I want to see a fucking McFlurry pot. Like, it's going to be constant. I, like, my honest, my honest verdict on this is I think it's totally possible that he realised 10 months in he was being an absolute cunt, which he was, and that he stopped, and that it'll never happen again. I think that's possible. I don't think it's necessarily very likely, but I think it's possible. Yeah, and I enough. think it, it could happen. However, I think, you know, to paraphrase Beyonce from the, the song Telephone with Lady Gaga, trust is like a mirror, and once it's broke, you can still see the cracks in it, even if you glue it back together. How is it possible for you to surprise me at this point <laughs> of our working relationship? Yeah, I, look, I think I think because he's such a common influence, and he just can quote. I'm just trying know. to chill everyone out, okay? I think I'm I, lost. I think, like I've been doing episodes of Friends. In my head. <laughs> <laughs> when Johnny's I Lady, like, she's a crank. Play a song. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Gaga telephone. I was like, oh, I'm gone here. What's going on? Yeah, I think uh, I think you'll get a response from the guy. I, I think That's it's unfair. Really There's no point in just like battering it about unless he gets to tell his yeah, side. Let's wait story. until we get both sides and then we'll fucking Johnny, yeah, if, if Johnny Bongo knows how to develop content. This yeah. is a fucking That's great a point. Way to do it. Then he comes back. Then you get, and then you get them in as guests. You know. <gasps> Like and surprise guests. Can we bring... You got fucking can, curtains there, they pop by. We could be the new Jeremy Kyle. We need Dangerous Dave. Can we lend... <laughs> can we lend Dangerous Dave? Because yeah. Creepy Carl's not going to do the job, is he? Whoa! Nancy Dan and fucking Carl Adam. Cunning linguist, Carl. Yes, thank you, Adam. Not not looking fannies. You're a, you're a cunning and you're good with words. We got it! <laughs> yeah. We got it, Adam! I'm both. Call me! <laughs> Um, yeah, I I think that's over, and whether you admit it now that it's over or in a year, it's it's oh it's done and it's not coming back. And sorry to both of you, but it's time to move on. And lad, when you get with your next one, don't be banging your ex behind the back because it'll always fuck it up. Soz, Soz, that's my Adam's ruling. Uh, another. Oh no, really serious one. All right, Yari Lidmanans, your celeb crush's head, would you rather your celeb, celeb crush's head on your mum's body or your mum's head on your celeb crush's body? You've got to bang one. Would you rather? I would bang my celeb crush's head on my ma's body because I don't ever want to look into my ma's eyes while I'm coming. <laughs> Just turn around then. <laughs> this one's for you, mum. Hashtag gone too soon. Yeah, that's... You can't look at your mum's face while you're fit. Like, you wouldn't finish, would you? Yeah. Yeah. It I would. know it's horrible, and it, it's a would you rather for a reason, because look, he looks fucking petrified. Um, what are you yeah. going for, Johnny? Also, what makes, <laughs> Johnny, what makes this both of, both of our mums are dead? Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, sorry to hear that. So mine yeah. is a, a dead 45-year-old ginger woman on the body of Scarlett Johansson, and that's right. not a good look, is it? <laughs> <laughs> what about your ma at her fittest? So like she, oh, God when she was like twenty three, you know what I mean? Plump. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a Robert De Niro impression. <laughs> oh, Mum, that really got, got me going. <laughs> what the fuck's that? 
It's either my mum or Robert De Niro. I don't know. Would you shag Robert De Niro's head on your mum's body? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There needs to be one of them as a good thing. That's yeah. why this would you rather wear. Carl, that was a nightmare to answer that one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, nah, I'm all right. You've got I'm going, all right. <laughs> You, you've both got to answer this would you rather by the way I, I did the bullet there and I went for it I don't want to look at me ma I'd rather have a tits than a face I think you've how can you argue with that theory <laughs> oh, you Johnny's out that's dark uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go celeb crush head yeah yeah same reason same reason yeah so it it is good good clarity of thought there yeah cause like that could not be your ma's body you know what I mean yeah I mean that's death over head. Yeah. Without sounding too morbid, but would you not maybe want to spend time with your mum for a wee bit? Is that really deep and dark? <laughs> Genius. But I've got a fucker at the end of it. But at least like I don't know the circumstances with your mother's and I don't know if that's like too heavy, but Look away I'm, I'm also getting feeling a wee bit emotional because you could get to see them for a bit. Yeah, that's a good point actually. And here's another one. Would you rather never see your mum again or you get to spend a day with her you have to fuck her at the end of it? Oh my <laughs> God, I wish this was a Patreon. Uh, come on, answer the question. Um yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think the day Would you rather? I think the day yeah. I think the day might be slightly overshadowed <laughs> by how the evening comes to an end. Just really awkward both in a, a open bottle of the way first. Like reverse it. Yeah, so you bang her, but then you get the day with her. Well, so you finish then and you're like Let me tell you what I've been up to for the last twenty years. How's heaven? <laughs> yeah, what's what's, heaven what's like? God like? Well it was quite good until you dragged me down here, mate. <laughs> Heaven was fucking great until you started doing a Would You Rather with Johnny Bongo and Adam Rowe. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, look, I'd love to see me mad again, but I don't think I can fuck her. <laughs> I don't think so. Fact. <laughs> no context, have a word. Enjoy that one. Yeah. You'd never get over that, would you? They're both up there now, not getting fucked. They work upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get banged in heaven? If you want to Heaven In my opinion Is whatever your idea Of heaven is And hell is whatever Your, your idea of hell is Therefore getting banged in What? Your ma's therefore getting banged in you, you reckon? Yeah Yeah she My loved ma it, loved yeah. the idea yeah. She's up there Are yeah. you a man of faith Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think though I think heaven Is Like Purpose built for each person So if you go Like the the spiritual side of it is if you go and your idea of heaven is you want to see your mum and just have a nice time with your mum then she would your mum's essence would be in your idea of heaven but if she doesn't want to see you he, she doesn't see that so it's like there's two versions yeah the like Piers Morgan isn't in my heaven I'm not saying he's going to hell it's <laughs> it's not like he gets his heaven yeah. And I get mine yeah. Without fucking Piers Morgan Twatting about Like yeah, a big fucking If, if your idea of heaven Had Piers Morgan in it, Yours would have him in But his wouldn't have yours in Yeah, yeah Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah, yeah. it's a personalised VAR yeah. yeah And hell Is just Me on the phone Trying to cancel me Sky <laughs> Just forever Forever <laughs> Just listening to some guy Who doesn't give a shit About my problems Whatsoever Oh your internet's not working oh, I'll just put you down old For an hour and a half They definitely Just go and have a blast of FIFA For a bit Johnny what's your idea of hell? 
is his on the phone discussion. <laughs> just that wee song that you were doing <laughs> What was that wee song? Uh, someone shared a meme of it the other day, and it was like, me, I'll get an early night, my brain at 4am. Mine's Downton Abbey on repeat. I fucking hate period dramas. Wow, what a nightmare hell that is. That literally, you've just Not named. You've just named. You've just basically <laughs> described all pensioners' lives as hell. Exactly. They yeah, do right. live in hell, though. Pensioners. Oh. It's not good, is it? I'm terrified of getting old. I think. I think it looks terrifying because you're 28 and you've got a life to live. But by then, you're like, ah, I don't have anything to do. No, that's kind of what they want. They're in permanent lockdown. Do you know what I mean? They've been in lockdown for years. If you hadn't told old people there was a pandemic going on, they wouldn't fucking know about it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The only reason they know that there's a pandemic coming on is that Jeff stopped coming round because yeah. <laughs> he was taken out by it. Yeah. What's your feelings of getting old, Johnny? How, you, how old are you? Uh, 34. It's weird how turning 30 gets in your head a little bit, doesn't it? Like, 30, I, I really felt invincible all through my 20s. Yeah. And 30 is a weird milestone when you're like, God, that sounds dead grown up. And then it just starts like you On notice. The second half as well. How old are you? Thirty. Thirty-nine. Oh, you're well. You're you're forty then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but forty in March. So what's but, that? Is that is that going quick for you there? Thirty-five to thirty-nine. Yeah, thirty-five to thirty-nine is going quick because that's when I met my wife, had a baby. It's just a absolute shit show of love and sleep deprivation. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So I mean. it's been it's been busy and great and tiring and. He was about your age. Found a fit woman who'd put up with him and just. Oh he, my god! He, he decided to quit while he was ahead. Oh, that's exactly what I've done. Yeah, it's a good move. Yeah. I'm looking forward to turning thirty. Well, how, how, how old are you? I'm going to be twenty nine in January, okay. so I've got another like fifteen months. Or is it fifteen? Fourteen no. months. Yeah, of yeah. You're not being uh, being in my twenties, and I want to be thirty because I think that's like I'm a man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you'll be never be a man. And like. Like girls have been ma- matching me. Like he- he's a man. He's got his shit together. You know, he's got a good <laughs> podcast. Comedian. He's well travelled. He sorted his teeth out. He's got a nice beard. I reckon nice- he is ready <laughs> to have a kid, and I'm not. But they'll think I am, and that's how you get laid. Well, how old were you when you had your kids? I've got a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Oh, you are here. in it, mate. No, he's not one. Sorry, he's four months. He's twenty-nine. <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. Twenty four months. Four months, yeah. Oh, oh muscle tough. How you? Uh, how you doing? Sign is brilliant. Like having a baby in a pandemic. Yeah, it was brilliant. Were you allowed to be at the birth? You were allowed to be yeah, at the birth. Yeah, in the house. Home birth. The one. I tell you what, you fucking save on petrol, but you lose a couch. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little jacuzzi in the house and all. It's brilliant. I could. I, I'm a. I'm a real. Uh, so they so gave birth, a water bath in the house in, in a, a jacuzzi. Pool. Yeah, it's class. I'm dead lucky because my missus is like, like, like super mum. You know what I mean? She yeah. Just I kind of don't have to not do anything, but you know, like when it's about the decision, you don't like, have to not do anything. Going, like she's picked all the right kind of stuff. Do you know, like yeah. their diet and what to do and like the routine and you know, yeah. I'll just go. I know what she says is probably like the kind of good thing. You're she, like the fourth official. She tells you what numbers to put on the yeah. board and you just hold it up. Be, like, being a dad, I sometimes, I, I love being a dad and I'm involved, but it feels like you are a part-time member of staff and your wife is like the CEO and yeah. fucking general manager of the whole thing. And like, why? I Did your wife, me. my wife read up on everything and then was like, have you read those things? And I hadn't. 
and she she tested me on it. Yeah. She was like, oh. you haven't read anything. I was like, no, I have, I have. And she was like, right, so how often do you feed the baby? And I paused. I was like, oh, I'm under so much pressure. I went, Every two hours. She went, right, well, you've got lucky there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fucking tested me to, to... I won't be having that, me. No? My wife or partner or whatever. If they're like, hey, we're doing it this way. No, we'll talk about it. And if I if you can convince me you're right, mm. then sound. But I'm not fucked. You're not getting you say, free reign. You say that now, like, but I don't know. It's actually e- it's easy street if it's like that. I think. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. when we're on, like when we're on holiday. I'm a control freak, though, John. No, but it's not. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being. No, you're not. I know exactly what you, know you mean. What I mean. Like, like when we- everyone's tired and the pressure's on and everyone's feeling a little bit emotionally fraught, you going no love. I've done my own reading. I know your nipples are sore, but I think this is how you get the baby on the teat. It's there's a lot you've got to just oh, roll with. Yeah, that's a area of expertise. Do you know right. what I mean? So, what are you talking about specifically? What's your expertise? Fussy boots. Fussy boots. Yeah. Oh, because a lot of wives will just have an argument in JD Sports going, yeah. No, Adam, I want him to have Astros. I just to- can't be having someone being like, Oh, he's not having McDonald's till he's seven. It's his third birthday. Get him a happy meal. <laughs> put him in front of the telly. Why? What, what's the problem? You're having an argument with someone that doesn't exist I and isn't having his argument with. Yeah, but think of his kids. <laughs> <laughs> they just want a Mackey's. Yeah, I just, want to, I just want my kids to be happy. I'm going to be the best dad ever. What do you want? Here you go. Have it. Just a fat, happy child. <laughs> I've, yes. I've learned that because I was kind of like that just before even we went on holiday. My oldest son, Alex, three, hasn't had a Mackey's. Well, he did have one in Spain and he never really has like loads of sweets and and I was kind of thinking like we're being really sly on him you know there's other kids having fucking Haribo left right and centre and then when we were away and the sort of rules got a bit more relaxed I was fucking giving him Kinder Eggs and everything and my missus was like yeah go for it you know we're on holiday and he was a fucking nightmare that's the first time I've ever like you know he's been a bit of a brat I'm Mm -hmm. thinking should have just stuck the blueberries and bananas and stuff like that for him oh because he's just like insulin spiked off his mind fucking went nuts and now he's come back from the holiday and I'm like Here's nice grapes. It's just like, where's the fucking good stuff? See, here's the thing. <laughs> Daddy, I know you got the good shit. Right. What's up in that fucking I know you got a bit of plastic that gets all the good shit. Let's where's, go to co-op. Where's the kinders? Uh, look, I get it. I understand that you you fill a kid full of sugar. It's like putting a fucking battery in a Jordacell bunny and off they go. I get it, okay? But I know that I'm going to settle in Liverpool and I know that my kid... I'm probably settling West Derby or nearby and that means my kid will go to a school, either my school or a similar school. Cardinal Heen and Catholic High School and all I can't handle my kid being bullied I just can't right I want my kid to be the normal kid he's got three or four good mates I don't want him to be a bully I just want him to be one of the normal kids okay where does sweets come into this what because if, what fu- if your kid in Cardinal Heen and Catholic High School pulls out some fucking blueberries at break time <laughs> yeah. they're getting fucking battered that's all I, I want him to just be like I want a hot dog. I have a hot dog, like everyone else says. Don't be the guy going, well, actually, they're really bad for your metabolism and your... your blah, Tristan, blah, blah. Tristan, you haven't finished your quinoa. Yeah, I can't... Ha- like, I don't. I, I want my kids to be exactly who, who, who they want to be. But they, while they're in school, you just need to be a normal lad, play a bit of footy, you know, talk you need about... You down the, the middle in school, don't you? Yeah. You don't want to be hard or the bully. You don't want to be a ming. You want to fly right through Yeah, but you also don't want type 2 diabetes. That is something to keep an eye on as well. I want them to be normal. I don't want them to be Mr. Sweets turning up like, hey, (laughs) these are all for me. I want them to be the selling the sweets like I did. I want to pass on the family business. I sold sweets on the yard at school. You, my dad did as well. On you know, the yard. Be like me, like your granddad. your granddad did. Yeah. 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 And then he'll pass so it on to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is true, actually. 
I don't know whether I've told you this before. There was a lad who sold. Did people sell on, on the yard in your school? Yeah, sherbets and that. Yeah, sherbet sticks. Yeah. So the big thing in our school was big Great bars. practice for <laughs> and, cocaine uh, dealing one day. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of white. white. White pudding as well and black pudding. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Just yeah. meat products, isn't it? Clonic Hilti black pudding, mate. I'm only winding you up, mate. Oh, thank right, fuck for, fuck that. for that. I thought kids on the yard like, do you want a bit of fucking breakfast? <laughs> um, the, so I used to sell big bars at Galaxy. Orange Lucas Aids and packs of discos crisp. And I was like the one people came to when the big guy had sold out because he sold out quite quick. And his name. Should you were what? Yeah, first Jackie. name. Jackie. So there was a big guy and then you were the little guy. Yeah. So there was like a Morrison's and you're the, you were the corner, corner shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, see, coming from, I'm, I'm impartial here. I never bought off you. Yeah. Because I was closer to Jack. Jack Healan. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to talk about Jack. Are oh, you going to talk about Fabian? Fabian. Oh, right. See, he was too fucking maverick for me, him. Well, but you know what I mean, Johnny, no? I've gone as well. I know you've gone, but I've Listen, gone as well. So there was a lad called Fabian. We're on Memory Lane. It's right? called the Cindy Path. And he sold like four times as much as I did. So I made about 25 quid a day profit. 24 quid exactly. I used to spend 11 quid on the produce. I'd come home with 35 quid. 24 quid profit every single day of the week in school. Fabian would go home at like 100 quid a day, right? What the fuck? He was genuinely, there was rumours he was paying the rent on his... His Mars house and everything. The room is. You're eleven now, Fabian. <laughs> but this is the thing. Come right? on, I've got the lecky pill. This is the God's honest truth, right? So you know, like how in school there's like sort of legends of the kids gone before. You you, you hear about kids who aren't at the school yeah. anymore. This I swear to God, this is true. So this was about how long ago was this? About seven years ago. Yeah. Right. I'm walking down my dad's close. I was living in my dad's at the time in Liverpool, and there was these two kids walking down my dad's street. And they'd been the B&M And they had like loads of fucking cans Of like Pepsi And bags of crisps and chocolate you could, Like A bag over each shoulder Both of them Right And you just hear a little snippet Of a conversation And uh, one of them said to the other Yeah There's a legendary seller From Cardinal Heenan His name was Fabian And he bought a Ferrari In year nine <laughs> <laughs> As the gods on a stream, and I remember texting him, going, "Lad, you'll never believe it." So the legend of Fabian, who made a hundred quid a day, paid his Mars whatever. That's been passed on down the down the year because this is like seven years ago. I was twenty one, so I'm yeah. five years out of school. Fabian was in our year. He lived around the corner from me growing up, and yeah, apparently, well, Jack bought a motorbike and a watch in year yeah. eleven. Imagine what that lie's doing now. Another God knows how much, like another eight years. Yeah, yeah, you know Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> you bought fucking Tesla in year 10, mate. Oh, is that a is that a podcast? What have we got more stuff? Should we do a have a word as it's the name of the podcast? Oh, we haven't done one of them yet, have we? Stop fucking pressing my buttons, you rat. Have a word with Dan and Jim Dan. Tell us all the problems you have with your friends. This was going to be the whole podcast. Now it's just the final 10%. Jude, very professional. It's, it's been a bit of a messy one, Johnny. Uh, the, even by our standards this yeah. has been a messy one I've enjoyed it and I think I'm going to lean into it a little bit more with this have a word are I'm, you prepared because there's been points where you've looked a little bit like I came with it's meat just, it's just hard sometimes <laughs> to just keep up with what's going on <laughs> <laughs> says the man who runs a fucking disco bingo night. <laughs> I know but I mean there's a lot it goes from topic to topic very quick and I'm still you know dealing with uh, the whole fucking your mum's head thing that's, that, yeah. that's still that even me. by our standards that was like a little bit of an eye opener uh, <laughs> this is a, a have a word so we're just trying to help out you know yeah. people got issues and I've it's, got yeah. again 
Me and my mates were chatting the other night and this sparked a debate and nearly a row between us. We were talking about shagging and the lasses brought up how jizz tastes. And it said, they all said it tastes gross. To which I said, well, I've never tried mine, so I don't know the issue. This was met with uproar from about three quarters of both the lads and lasses saying that I should try my own nut so I would know. Only one of my mates was on my side about how fucking gross that is. Trying your own juice. Imagine there's some cunt out there trying to perfect his own recipe. Lads, have a word with my mates and how gross this is. Cheers, Anonymous. What you reckon? It's gross, but I think but? you know most people are are lying if they've never had a wee taste. What? <laughs> I fucking love Johnny Pongo. It's not fucking breast milk, Johnny. No, no, no. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about like a pint. You know what I mean? I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about. Oh, you fucking chaining that out. I'm just talking about a little, like you see, on a, like a wee, just a wee. How are you ingesting it? No, it's it's just a a lot, no, I don't even think it's an ingesting thing, Johnny. A little, a little bit like. What's it on? Is it on the wall? Just on a gum. It's on your hand or something, isn't it? Mad. Never. <laughs> have a word with me then. And, uh, <laughs> no, Johnny. I've. I like, think. I think. Have I, you tried I think, it? No, I'm. I'm. I'm not leaving I'm not him. Saying, I, not... I. I am not leaving him to hang like that. Because in my head, I was like, I have in my life gone. Ah. Uh, yeah, uh. yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I was. I was gonna go. Ah. Yeah. It's fucking gross. But as I can't leave Johnny, who's just done the honourable have a word thing of going fuck balls out. We're talking about mum's heads and on Scarlett Johansson. But yeah, I'm, not, I'm just talking ab- about a taste, not not a not a shot. <laughs> yeah, not not, a, not not even ingesting it. Not just not like a sharing you, platter. Just like I don't know, you do with a like a little like a little bit of mustard or something. Do you know what I mean? Oh, is that mustard too hot? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me just have a look at this meat. <laughs> Right, it's thing I I can't bear the thought. Of that. I just think you're lying if you say you've never done that. No, well I I'm look right. If if you'd listen to every episode of this, you know you would know by that there's no reason for me to lie because of the things I've admitted to on this podcast. So I'm not lying. I've never tasted it. It disgusts me the idea of it. And once I got kicked out of a girl's house because I'd finished inside her, and then she asked me to go down there, and I was like, absolutely not. You follow my nut, and she was like, what the fuck? So you can't. You can't, can't, you can't get on board with this. It's your thing, like, because she sucked me off at the start of the banging, and then she was like, you know, I haven't finished yet. So, yeah, and I was like, I fucking get it on my hand. I fuck, I've got magic fingers, but I'm not fucking tongue punching your box, right? While it's full of my goo. <laughs> well, I think that should be on your headstone. <laughs> Just. Uh, it is. I have. I've done that with a. There was a. Yeah. I've had a girl go. Go on then. There was a, a girl in Newcastle. Who was about twenty one, and she she was like she was from Brighton. And I remember she was like really like she talked like that. And then I just in her mouth, and she was like, "Do you want to taste it?" And you're like, "No." Oh, I've had that. Before. That's not how this works. I'm finishing the girl's mouth, and she went to kiss me, and I was like, "Hey!" Oh, absolutely. What? As long as it's not there anymore. No. It was there. Uh, it was all over their face. Like she just, like oh, no, you, know when a, you know, when a kid's had chocolate that it shouldn't have had. So graphic. Yeah. You know when a kid's just like, Bleh. yeah, no, like I mean, that. if it's she's gone, like, come here, absolutely not. You can kiss it if it's gone, though. You're not that. Yeah, after a couple of minutes. 
if she swallowed it, yeah. What's but the big issue, though? It's just not. I think. I'm I think. It, I, I think it's it's weird. It's not homophobic. It's yours. I don't want cum in me? That's no, not, who cares? Do you know what I mean? At least, like, you'll uh, you've got a bit of madness to you. Do you know what I mean? Like, I reckon a girl would like that more. You know, kiss me. And you might be thinking in your head, oh, fuck, no, I don't want to do that. But then if you just go, yeah, fucking right, then they'll be like, whoa, he's mad. I would <laughs> rather. Does that make any sense? I, would, I really want to just, drink with this guy. This guy I would really rather really fucking do it. What are you fucking drinking, though? Yeah, I can't. I'd rather, like, just take the bins out, get around that way. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'll do the bins every week, but keep my cum to yourself. Mm. Is that the trade-off? I feel like that's a big one. I, your imaginings of how like married life is going to go, like, listen, he's not having a McDonald's, and if I'm cheesing, I'm fucking. <laughs> you're doing the bins, like, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll do more chores so that I don't have to taste my own cum. I just think it makes, <laughs> means you're a bit of a stickler, really, in that in the bedroom. No, I'm, I'm quite adventurous, to be honest with you. I like, you know. <laughs> slapping each other about in that, but I just don't want to taste my own produce. Slapping. <laughs> Don't mind throwing a donkey punch in if she's yeah. asked nicely. <laughs> I did it. I knew what. Like we've already had a weird one, and then I lent into it yeah. with the old jizz tasted. Like I can't look. I just no. I, okay. I, like no. I know. No. But yeah, I'll do the dishes. I'll take the bins out. You know. That's not the trade-off. I'll what kind what? of pornography I'll are do you the watching? Shopping and I'll put it away. Would you pick your nose and eat it? Yeah. All the What's time. What's the problem then? It's just it's just more of yourself, isn't it? It's no. just yourself. No, because this isn't a dick. <laughs> Famously. Would you drink a pint of piss? No, not again. Just for Audible. a to be mad. Have you drank piss? Yeah, piss, yeah. What? Just a taste. <laughs> Do you know what I'm, no, what I'm saying? When is, Bongo's Bingo goes really weird. Yeah, well, Those I? late night ones in Dubai. No, I can't like, I can't recall a time, but I'm sure I've tried a little bit of piss at some point. You sure? Yeah. I'm... I'm, I'm Putting it into the argument about, I just don't think you should worry about a bit of your own jizz. Someone else's jizz, maybe that's a bit of an issue. That would be a bit more off-putting, but... It's organic, homegrown. Yeah. Would you have piss as well? No. No. It's just going back in, though, where it came out of, innit? It doesn't matter. It's just a bit of a laugh, innit? <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. do it. <laughs> Come on. Jizz, jizz, jizz. I think that this question was about having a word with someone that, like just was saying like you shouldn't taste it whereas now I'm really like saying now you have to do it <laughs> everyone needs to do it that's what goes really well with that fucking bacon rim yeah all I was all I was saying is I think most people have done it I think in a group of a group of mates everyone was like oh well you've not tasted it you, you're allowed to be like no no you're not meant to but just, you know like it, that reaction is like the full on like <gasps> no I just can't it's just not for me just give it a go and then next time on the pod tell no, us. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. give it a go Part, oh, no. part two, like... part two of like the cheating partner. We'll find out, and yeah. then we'll see what you I don't know. Think there's homework. Be a part two. I think we're going to noticeably see one listener drop off. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you got any other butchers you'd like to promote before you go? No, I just thought we could all have a, a game of uh, soggy biscuit or whatever that was called. <laughs> was that a real thing? We've got so- some mini soggy, cheddars, soggy socks. brisket, soggy oh, brisket. Oh, it is. That's it. That's oh, all okay, you've done. No, thank you. You're not even getting a Kobe for that. Um, where can everyone find you? Well, at the moment, we're not really doing anything. So Social um, media-wise, so that they can say announcements. Just everything on Bongo's Bingo. Bongo's Facebook Bingo. and the Isle Instagram. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we're back. We've listed shows. for. We've put about two or 300 shows on sale for the summer. Yeah. All, oh, over, all over the UK. About two or 300. Start, <laughs> starting in June. 
So Where's June? When's it, Liverpool June, kicking it back off? Everywhere, just all all our cities. So there's, we do thirty to forty five maybe Boss. in the UK. We're definitely so going to one of them. It's a come, team. I would I would like to go to one of the have very you never first been, have ones. Have never been? I've I've never been. I've I've literally seen some of the dog shit fucking rip offs that have tried to do their cheap shitty version of it like Barry's Bingy Bungu yeah. you're like oh fuck off oh, yeah there's a few rip offs coming isn't there and uh, we're starting to get a bit of that ourselves aren't we <laughs> no we comments. didn't talk about Camp and Furnace and that was juicy oh, yeah. that's come a back. big long story you can have me back, back for the, yeah. the Camp and Furnace lawsuit scoop Got in a big lawsuit with the venue that we did in Liverpool. They tried to say, they tried to say that they owned and invented and created Bongo's Bingo. It was good. Is there an abridged version? Because I'd love to. I feel like it's so juicy. I love slagging off. Fuck. I love the legal dispute. No, it's it's a it's a big one. Like all right, like four, okay. It's four chapters. It's good. Right. Good God. I have to get Johnny Bongo Mark too. We'll get you on. When we know, back, I'll bring some lamb or something. <laughs> and that's how you get booked. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll get you back before the Bongos Bingo launches in the summer. June. And you do do genuinely come. We will do. And oh, Jane, they'll be never been. They'll be in Dubai. That's fucking mad. Like they'll every time Dubai. I've gone to go. So like, <laughs> we we were talking about this not so long ago. I've get so I'm ten years into comedy and I've missed so many social occasions because if I get off of the gig, I just take it. I'm yeah. so career focused. Because of how this podcast's doing, the next couple of years of my life are going to be a scale back from that. And if I want to start going to stuff, my my ex missus who doesn't drink and barely had a social life has been twice. And she's like, "You need to go." I was like, "I know I need to go, but I don't get any fucking nights off." Uh, it would be great wait. to do one of the first ones back for you guys. That would be amazing. With There's all every that. chance we'll see you in Dubai if that happens I really hope next it week. Does. Yeah, me too. Um, we can do brunch. Yes, the brunch that starts at ten a.m. and never yeah, fucking ends. Brunch and that, and just mind sweep the whole. Mind sweep, loads and- of air hostesses all running around. Lovely. Me and I'll Brennan be in was- Cheshire. <laughs> Me and Brennan Reese nearly went With to a brunch child. when we went to Dubai to do those shows, and all the shows are on the weekends. The Fridays, it's Thursday and Friday Thursday over there, isn't Friday, it? Isn't it? And uh, we said to the promoter, "We're going to do a brunch tomorrow," and she was like, "You fucking not." We're like, we'll behave. She was like, you're not doing a brunch. You will not be able to do the gig. So we didn't fucking do so it. So if you've never heard of these brunches in the Middle East, like when I've done army gigs or navy gigs out there, it's like Friday, it's all you can drink from like 11 till 3. It's only like four hours over there. And they all go off the ship or off the boat and get there. And the amount of people that are arrested and fucking nearly hospitalized, but it all happens at quarter past three in the yeah, afternoon because they've just smashed it for four hours I just think it's absolutely hilarious the state of the world's in that me and Carl are considering going to an Islamic country just so we can have a pint <laughs> 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 oh please sign up at patreon.com slash pod. you get loads of extra content you get an extra episode every week early access to these public episodes uh, it's, it's well worth it you get discounts on merch early access you know the drill patreon.com slash have a weird pod and we've got some brand new merch coming very soon oh, anything to say good can't wait for that merch yeah me too bye Felicia bye Felicia